All right, man. Nigga said shaving is a privilege. Shaving is privileged. Using a razor is privileged. Yeah, using a razor, bro. <laughs> That's just for white people, bro. Oh, man. Mach 3, nah. Mach 4, none of them shits work for me. They wasn't nah. for my people. Nah, though, but they got the they got the uh, affirmative action joint, though, man. They got the they got the bevel yeah. blade, man. They got the bevel 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 oh, shaving yeah. system. Created by black people for black people. Yeah. yeah you would think they was paying us and talking about the niggas at the top. Like this. Yeah, I but know. At the same time, I dig it. But you know, I, I actually ran into a marine boy. I was talking to outside of a concert, and he told me that uh, he was he was he was complimenting my beard and stuff. And he was like, yeah, so like. Like, uh, when's the last time you seen your chin? Because he's a young boy. He, you know, he was just happy about having a beard itself. I was like, man, I ain't cut this jaw since da 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 I was like, nah, I'm just fucking with you. Honestly, I, I fuck with it. You know, I, I cut it every once in a while just to, you know what I mean? I cut it every once in a while just to, you know what I mean? Fuck with people and make them nervous and shit. And he started laughing. He was like, yeah, um, most of the guys that I know, you know, most of the black dudes that I know that, that I serve with, he was like, man, they can't, they, like, they can't do the whole the, the uh, mandatory shaving thing. Like, we have to shave, but those guys, they don't have to shave. I was like, for real? He was like, yeah. Basically, like, they got sensitive skin, so they can't just be in there. Like, they can't have it as low as we have it. I'm like, damn, that's wild that that's actually <laughs> recognized. You know what I mean? Lawfully recognized by the military. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, man, you don't, you don't want fucking private fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> private mumps just walking up to you and shit like that. Nigga just got fucking razor bumps, just you know what I mean, all up and down his face and shit like that. Hell yeah, I'm there, doing it. You know what I mean? You you you're in a fucking you're in a fucking base in a war zone and shit like that. I mean, you think this nigga got like infected with some fucking <laughs> the new smallpox and shit like that <laughs> all over his face and shit like that, man. That ain't yeah. good, man. It's no bueno, exactly. man. Exactly. No bueno. I mean, I would rather serve with pretty people, but anyway, man. Uh, let's nah, get dog, real out nah, here. Nah, we ain't, nah, we ain't war, man. It's, it's t- you gotta get, you gotta get greasy, man. You yeah, he I mean? said <laughs> so you gotta get greasy. Nah, I, uh, yeah. Let me intro this shit. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, hello, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting real Back. out here. Good thing, good thing we've been real. Uh, fuck my name, and this guy, fuck his name too. Welcome to the Ghost of a Real Nigga Podcast. Thanks, folks. Uh, so obviously, man, we're just hitting y'all, getting back. I guess this is somewhat of best, again, uh, somewhat of a reaction episode. I guess. Uh, so I guess is everything that's going on, man. I mean, we'd be remiss to not talk about everything that's going on right now, man. So you know, we may take a bit of a departure from a lot of our scheduled. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. I <laughs> normally scheduled. Uh, Whatever the hell we do all the time, you know the yeah. thing. You know, I, I just had a Joe Biden moment, but um, yeah, yeah. but we but we out here, man. We out here. We out here. We out here. The thing that we do, <laughs> you know, the, th- um, the thing. You know what I mean? The thing. You know what I mean? You know. So but yeah, yeah man, protest. Everybody out here in the streets. Um, everybody's out here doing all types of stuff. I love it. Uh, it's fun to watch at this point. Um, uh, I know, I honestly, I made I made it this. I made it. I made a decision, man. I'm going to get out here one of these days, yo. Okay. I'm going to get out here one of these days. Okay. I was about to criticize the shit out of you, bro. But it's all right. Nah, nah, nah. Go ahead. You live for the audience? audience. Hell yeah. Get out here, man. I'm going to get out here one of these days, man. All right. That's what all them white people been saying for 400 years. (laughs) How about that one? 
could have made it worse. I could have made it worse. But no, I'm just playing. Um, what what it comes down to though is uh. I've been watching a whole bunch of different like celebrity reactions and stuff. And that's what's cool because they have a platform and they don't have a, uh, they don't have a choice of whether or not they can shy away from this shit. Cause like, for instance, me, I could put out something on Instagram every once in a while and people would be like, damn, his alliance is strong, but them niggas really got to be out like saying stuff and awesome real shit. Even if I didn't put anything on Instagram, people wouldn't question me cause I ain't nobody, but those guys, People are literally saying, like, yo, Russell Wilson ain't said nothing yet. Well, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? Patrick Mahomes ain't said nothing yet. Yo, what's wrong with him? He need to take yeah. a step. Man. What are getting clocked? They getting clocked. Uh, they getting clocked. They said stuff. They said stuff. There was uh, The clock started a couple days ago, and it ended the day officially. They said stuff. Nah, the clock. The clock actually started last week. I mean – Quite honestly, I mean, when it came to social media, I mean, you know, obviously with all the calls that like, people were saying, like, yo, man, if you, you know what I mean, if you white and you got black friends, yo, we need you to be using your platform to actually say something. You know what I mean? They had Logan Paul up here, you know what I mean, out here. And Logan Paul was, was doing everything in his power not to, not to say anything. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> nah, he, well, the thing is, you know, because Logan Paul is like a very, very popular guy, you know what I mean? Like, you know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. In, 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 in his social media. for so, being stupid, though. Well, to being stupid, but just for being him, right? But the thing is, you know, you know, he he kind of embodies the current era of, of everything else. But he literally he, said he literally said everything about being down with the movement without even mentioning the movement's name and everything like that. You know, what I mean? so that was just a crazy thing. So just his statement. Uh, but granted, I mean, I, I'm happy he t- took the time to do it. But I just remember last week just seeing like a lot of people kind of calling out like, you know, white people on social media, like, yo, you guys need to stick up against injustice and stuff like that. And, you know, kind of just seeing, you know, some people post like, man, yeah, man, I'm ashamed to be white with all this shit going on and everything like that. You know what I mean? And it's I love it. I love the white <laughs> you know? shaming, bro. I love the white shaming, bro. I love it. <laughs> Especially because it's white people doing it. So that's cool because they it's like they're pitted against themselves. So that's good to me. I like that. Um, you like that? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, I was gonna but show you my. I, I guess the only thing I, you know, like, but when when it comes to social media, right? Like, you know, obviously, like social media itself is just a big theater, right? That people kind of put on for other people. So I guess Absolutely. that's the only thing. It's just, it's just the substance the of thing it. Is, all, you know what I mean? But the thing is, there is substance to it because it shows you who people wish they were. Right? Yeah. I so, mean, but but social. Well, I guess, but. All right, you know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. Cause obviously, because so, if, if it's posted, it's there for posterity. So even if you delete it, you know what I mean? It's it's there. You know what I mean? Right, right. So um, I was I was checking out my Bleacher Report feed earlier, and I actually wanted to show you, like, the progression of that shit. Um, <laughs> oh, man, you peeped, you peeped that shit with uh, Drew Brees and LeBron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a couple of different people coming at Drew Brees. The best one that I've seen so far was – uh. Like, all right, so Sherman came at him. Obviously, LeBron came at him. Um, Michael Thomas came at him. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins, that was the best one. Malcolm Jenkins uh, basically said, you should shut the fuck up. And uh, he said a whole bunch of other real, real fly and uh, eloquent shit, but I'm not smart enough to have copied any of that stuff down. But he basically did say, like, for you to be harping all this team stuff and all of that stuff, and then for you to like, like, basically, <laughs> you, literally, you literally, you literally have five dudes on. Yeah, I mean, you literally have like what four or five dudes on your line <laughs> looking out for you. you know I mean? Yeah, he was just like, yo, the whole thing is like mad tone deaf. Like, people are out here talking about a whole different thing, and you, you just 
skipped over that whole thing that everybody's talking about. Like, and for you to sit here and say like, cause you heard, you heard what you read said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, so, just to abbreviate, just to abbreviate folks, essentially he said that, you know, he still wouldn't condone the kneeling because him having had was his, his father or great father, no, grandfather and great grandfather. Yeah, both his grandfathers having served in, you know, in the military and seeing the sacrifices that they made to see anybody sit there and, you know, quote unquote, disrespect the flag is, uh, you know, is, is hurtful. He'll never know? have that. He'll never have that. He'll never respect that. So, so. Uh, basically, Malcolm Jenkins was like, yeah, uh, my grandfather fought in the war too. And he didn't come home to a hero's welcome. He came home to still being treated like an animal. He came home to still being, he actually, he came home to being disrespected just for wearing that uh, uniform. So, you know what I mean? I was like, and Malcolm Jenkins was crying too. So that always drives a point home a little further. So, uh, yeah. and he was like, I don't care if you're my teammate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that was deep to me. Did you see what Trina said? Uh, no, nah, I saw she was trending on Twitter though. So, but you know, uh, she called but, 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 she was oh, like, animals she was, for looting and shit. Yeah, she was like, y'all, animals, uh, the, the, the curfew shouldn't be at nine, it should be at six to get y'all off the street. And you know, saying all of this shit, fly shit like that. And uh, people came at her and she was just she doubled down, she was like, Fuck it, I'm ready to ride, I'm ready to ride. But uh, the well, you know, just me paraphrasing, obviously, but. What was funny about it, what I loved about it was somebody summed it up real well. It was this lady named Yvette Dion. Um, I don't know who she is, but she fucking killed it. Uh, she said, Trina is a capitalist, just as many black celebrities are. Nothing matters more than lawfulness because it upholds a system they continue to profit from. No one should be surprised by any black celeb expressing support for curfews designed to curb looting. Uh, she had looting in quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I fucked with that. That was a uh, that was really 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 well point and uh, re- well put and poignant. Uh, I agree. I mean, you don't sound like you do, nigga. You sound real. Uh, I don't know. Well, well you sound, all right. You well, sound well, like well, you well, wanted well, to say that. Well, I I do want to say that because obviously you know, obviously like the looting is the, obviously there wouldn't be any of this. None of this shit would have happened if, if if you know if. Oh, nice. Really nice. 2013. 2013. Oh damn, dog! You got a got a got a vintage popping off, man. You got some shit from last decade. <laughs> shit, yeah. fine one. But now I was gonna say though. Uh, damn, lost my point. Here we go. I get it back. All right. So obviously, in term, obviously there would be no looting if we didn't have if if the events that transpired last week didn't happen. None of this shit would be happening right now. Uh, mm-hmm. but you know, there's been repeated warnings literally for the past 30 years that this has to change. This has to change. This has to change. This has to change. There and, I say 430. Yeah. And then, uh, and then obviously, you know, one single event causes all these, you know, li- literally like, you know, just, it's a straw that can broke the camel's back, man. Almost, uh, almost. I think it was more so of like, it was like the levee breaking. It was just like a little piece, then a little leak, then a little leak here, then a little leak there. And then eventually like a chunk pump pops out. And then the whole wall just falls down and, you know, then the whole, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. and and I feel like, you know, niggas have been, niggas have been dealing with it the way niggas have been dealing with it in different cities and different states have been riding, you know, Rodney King, 92, that shit was going down super hard back then. Yeah. And then Ferguson was going down a couple of years ago. And now we in where we at, um, our city and everybody yeah. was looking at us a couple of minutes, like, damn, they fucked y'all shit all the way up. 
And I'm sitting there looking at it like, bro, this shit is going on everywhere. I think yeah. y'all, I think I think most of us just got better cell phones than y'all, I guess. But yeah, it ain't yeah. Well, that's the thing. Well, the only reason why I I was a little bit apprehensive because obviously, like, you know, you know, we won a Super Bowl a few years back, right? And we we were fucking our own shit up (laughs) when we were happy, you know what I mean? Oh, remember remember the World Series? (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, so I can only, so I mean, you know, so I can can only imagine how people will be when they're angry. Uh, But about the looting before, you know, I get to the greater conspiracy theory of it all later on. Uh, okay. You know, it, it is a little disheartening, like, you know, to kind of see, like, in black neighborhoods, you know what I mean, motherfuckers bum-rushing, you know, motherfuckers corner stores and shit like that and shit like that. Like, Have you seen that? that? I've seen it. I've seen it. I've literally seen a video at uh, where, you know, one of our homies lives. It was actually a sneaker store, and motherfuckers actually all in front of the sneaker store, niggas breaking into the store. And then going to the top floor of the store and then throwing out all the merchandise to everybody down at the bottom. Like oh, that, that was home. That, that was that was a black owned business. Yeah, and that 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 was a hurt piece right there. That 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 hurt me to see that right there. Uh, or, but well, I'm but, say two I, things. but you know, I acknowledge two things though. One, mm-hmm. hey man, you can't tell people how to deal with greed. And mm-hmm. two, I realized that listen, forty percent of of families that earn under 40,000 a year are actually unemployed at this very time. So, yes, you know, so, you know what I mean? So niggas got to get it, not necessarily how they live, but niggas got to get it to live. So, right. you know, so um, we're just in a perfect storm of things right now. Yeah. I, w- I was basically going to say, uh, so in my neighborhood, at least that I've seen firsthand in the places that I've been, none of the poppy stores is fucked up. Uh, if y'all don't know what a poppy store is, get educated. Um, None of the uh, none of the mom and pop joints, none of the local joints is fucked up. They they fucked up a CVS around here, but not really. They just bust the window out. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it wasn't nothing. I ain't see nothing, and nobody got really attacked. Uh, Tone live up, up in Kenzo, and Kenzo, you know how Kenzo get, but nothing fucked up over there as far as like small businesses and shit. But niggas went to Aramingo and threw shit through the Walmart windows, of course. But that's Walmart, you know. Um, I do think that. It was a lot, a lot of it is kind of directed and targeted for the most part, but at the same time, like with any movement, there's going to be bad apples. But uh, most importantly, though, about what you were saying as far as the black businesses and stuff, I think that the people who have black businesses or the black business owners, rather, I mean, at, at this point in life, they do have to understand, like, this is a a lot of people are giving up a lot for this whole shit and that they, yeah. they, are, they are making a huge sacrifice and it's necessary for them to do so. And it's necessary for all of us to make a huge sacrifice and this niggas dying for this shit and that they made huge sacrifices too. And this niggas been dying for this shit before I even got here and making huge sacrifices. So yeah, it's just a, uh, it's just uh you got to count the cost of this, this war right here. And that's just part of it. Yeah, I guess it's a, it's a casualty thing. And I mean, I guess it's another thing too, because obviously I feel like had it just been protests, I think it won't be, it wouldn't be a big deal. But I think with, I think the looting you, and, I, I've, and, I've and, and, and the violence is, is putting, it's putting, it's, it put a lot of pressure, but because of the negative that came along with it, obviously I think it puts more pressure on society just in general, because you that's know, the only reason that it's working. That's the only yeah. reason that it's working is because it's threatening people's money and it's threatening yeah. people's safety and livelihood. The people who yeah. actually matter, the people who actually have a voice, those people. But mm-hmm. like I was going to say before, uh, these people who are, I've, I've seen people uh, actually putting signs on their businesses to say that they black businesses and motherfuckers <laughs> know that. no, no dead ass. And it's working because yeah, people know what the people know what it's all about. And you up there running fucking up something that clearly says it's a black business. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to stop you. 
So, so if I'm a, if I, so if I'm a franchise owner, I'm a black franchise owner, and I got a McDonald's. You know what I mean? You think that might save me? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, niggas probably ain't <laughs> busting this shit down to steal the burgers though, cause. <laughs> I mean, they, they probably was a bunch of shit just a bunch of shit. Yeah, you saw I mean, niggas space for you, shit. But. If you stand in there with a McDonald's shirt on, talking about I own this joint. Yeah, nigga, I bust your shit up too. Fuck it. <laughs> Should have got a Burger King, nigga. We kings out here. <laughs> Should have got a chip for lunch, cuz. Hey, you'd have been protected. Oh, yeah, man. Bro. But, uh, McDonald's but, get trashed every day, B. <laughs> literally, yeah, honestly, that shit was happening before all this shit. So, man, I'd have, seen, I'd have been in some shitty McDonald's, man. You know what I mean? All for that McGriddle, bro. Yo, you know but, the uh, McDonald's on, bro, and Susquehanna put salt and pepper on your shit, right? On your burger, I, bro. When they cook your burger, when they make your double cheeseburger, bro, they put salt and pepper on that joint, bro. They season yeah. it up. Like, house yeah. seasoning, bro. Damn, they pull up. Damn, that's why those joints used to be always be on point, man. Uh huh. That's never shit, had man. nowhere else like it. That's funny though, because I mean, yo, know, we we live by it honestly, but I could I could be honest. I'm not that big a fan of McDonald's. So we live right next door to that motherfucker. I probably ate. I could count on two hands, like three, four yeah, times. Not, I could, yeah, I could probably count on one hand actually the amount of times I've actually eaten at that McDonald's, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so. probably like three, four times. It's just the fact that I yeah. lived in that same vicinity probably like three times. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying it kind of like. I had a, I had more of an opportunity than you did because I was staying I was staying down there for that you know what I mean yeah the duration and shit. But I, I guess even in that I think most of the times I made that decision it's always been it's always been an un, un you know it's just because necessity you know what I mean so because that joint was open to like two two yeah <laughs> that joint was open for the letouts so and then yeah. and then the crowd yeah. the crowd chicken man they chicken used to be inconsistent man so. Should, you, take, I, you, should, you can't be eating inconsistent chicken, bro. You know what I mean? Shit, sometimes that shit would be on point. Sometimes that shit be sour. Like, you know what I mean? You ever had sour oh. fried chicken, man? That shit's not, it's not, not, it's no bueno, man. It's not, man. Bro, I ordered a motherfucking, uh, an Alfredo earlier. And I said, listen, y'all got an option on No, nigga, I'm, I'm running out of options, cuz. I'm, I'm dead ass, <laughs> nigga. I can't just go. Listen, I used to eat hoagies and cheesesteaks, nigga, my whole life, every fucking day, bro. Like, I lived on hoagies and cheesesteaks. Then I got a little bit of culture, and I switched to steaks and motherfucking tuna fish. See, (laughs) see, now now I see why you're a vegetarian. That's why. (laughs) Hey, bro, I told you. I told you. So now I'm sitting here like, all right, every day I'm eating motherfucking egg sandwiches and salads and fucking uh, vegetarian uh, quesadillas and uh, vegan frozen meals. And mad nuts. I eat more nuts than anything else. I might not eat none of that other shit all week. I might just eat nuts all week and then get tired of it and then eat some other shit. But pause, pause, nigga. Nuts and pineapple. <laughs> anyway, and grapes. So anyway, the point is, I ordered this fucking Alfredo earlier, man. Told these niggas, look, I see you got an option for this chicken Alfredo with this broccoli. I don't want no chicken. Instead of getting chicken, let me get just mad broccoli, as much broccoli as y'all want to give me. She was like, all right, I got you. I got you. Got that, John, bro. My shit was full of chicken. Damn. Full of chicken. So I'm sitting there like, I'm mad because, you know, either I got to take it back or I got to be on some shit. Like, man, I'm allergic to this shit just so they don't fucking put chicken in my shit. So I realizing that I'm, pay- I'm paid for it. So I'm pulling my chicken out because I'm, I'm figuring out somebody in my house I can get his chicken to. Bro, it was a whole plate full of chicken, bro. It was like three whole cutlets full of chicken in that joint, bro. I took the joint out. I ain't had nothing left, cuz. It wasn't nothing left, bro. Damn, you ain't leave a 
You ain't leaving. The, well, Dan, uh, you got to call about that type of shit, though. Because if you if you spoke to somebody and you specifically told them, like, yo, dog. So I go to the thing, right? I go there every day. So I'm going to go back there tomorrow. And I'm going to be like, yo, I got this Alfredo. So on and so forth. And it's crazy because now, like, it happens too much, basically. Like I, I have to talk to the, I have to talk to the same people about the same shit too much, man. Damn, I'm, so a, lo- I'm a loyal person, man. Nah, see that's the thing. That's that's when you got to cut them off, and like you got to cut them off. You got to let them know why you're cutting them off, and then you got to come back and you got to reestablish a relationship and shit like that. I yeah. learned that actually. One of my customers, he said that actually, he, he you know what I mean like he fires his customers because he says like his customers tend to get a little too comfortable. And yeah. they feel like, you know what I mean? They can make demands and shit like that just because, like, you know, they're paying him. And he's like, nah. So he'll be like, you know what? You know what I mean? Fuck it. You know what I mean? You don't like it? You know what I mean? Cool. We ain't got to do business no more. And then, you know what I mean? Goes away. Comes back a year later. The relationship's reestablished. It's cool. They can start acting crazy. All right, cool. I'm going to fire you. You know what type of <laughs> you know? Word. Yeah. Yo, that was, you know? that was a little jewel for the customers, man. I mean, audience. Yeah. Audience. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean shit. Yeah. Yeah, I hear so, you. I hear you. So uh, you, this John was well, funny because I got two. Uh, I got one John down the street and one John right across the street. So I basically alternate between those two Johns based on how I'm feeling and shit. So yeah, I'm gonna take your advice, man. I'm gonna cut some niggas off. But I gotta, I gotta hit them up though. I gotta hit them up tomorrow. Yeah, you, you have to let them know why. You know yeah, I gotta hit them up. I gotta hit them up. I gotta get another breakfast sandwich so, tomorrow. So you, so you gotta be, be like, petty now. Fredo yesterday. Don't even get a breakfast sandwich. You need to go pull up and just get some toast. You know what I mean? I'm really, I'm really coming here just to buy this toast, just to let y'all know it's the last thing I'm gonna buy from y'all, because y'all fucked me up last night. So damn, <laughs> damn, I got you, I got you, bro. It's fucking war out here, bro. So, but uh, yo, but nah, yeah, just a, a quick, cause you say you've been eating eggs and shit lately, dog. You gotta get, you gotta, you gotta try marinated eggs, man. So what that mean? So, it's a quick recipe, man. You get you some soy sauce. All right. Uh, some vinegar. Uh, throw some uh, some red pepper flakes in there. Throw some all garlic right. in there. I got all that. And what you do, you boil eggs. Boil them for only seven minutes. So you get the water boiling. Then I actually, yeah, you get the water boiling. You put the eggs in. Give it seven minutes. Seven minutes. Uh-huh. Pull these motherfuckers out. And then what you do is you sit it. You know what I mean? You peel them. Put in cold water. Yeah, put in the ice water. Peel them and then put them in that marinade. Leave them there for 24 hours. Best shit ever, bro. Really? Yeah. Ever? Well, not ever, but you know what I mean. You know, you know when you go to eat ramen. You know what I mean. They have yeah. the eggs in there. That, yeah, that's how. That's how you make those and shit like that. Oh wow! All right. Point. Okay. Damn. I, 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 I started that a couple weeks ago, yo. I eat that like literally every day for breakfast, man. I have a marinated egg, piece of toast. You know what I mean? Bup of boffy. You know what I mean? And we in there. You know what I mean? Word. Dog. All right. Well, with that so, said, you want to get on to this mean, mean shit? Uh, yeah. He <laughs> said, <Say>, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, that's funny, man. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead, man. Nah, let, nah. The people, let the people laugh with you, bro. Oh, man. Nah, it's just funny. Cause I was uh, I was talking to somebody about Wayne the other day, and this motherfucker when they were talking about an interview, how this motherfucker said that like, yeah, man, I can't keep doing. It. He's like, yeah, man, I had to stop, man, fucking with cocaine, man, cause that shit was making me break out too much, man. 
Yeah, that should make your skin bad. So I was like, damn, this nigga really on that shit, man. But then I don't know. Wayne seems like the type of motherfucker that's everywhere. Then when I see the state of his hair right now, then I just it just it makes it a little bit more obvious to me. But his skin still looks really good though. He has really good skin. Uh and then no, I gotta say, man, I, they've been looking I, better lately. And I gotta, I gotta real good. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. And I gotta say too, man, back at, back in the day when Wayne was like, you know, Carter three mode, yo, he was actually in really good shape, man, for a skinny nigga, man. So they definitely had him in the gym for a bit, man. So oh man, them little higher. short boys, man. It's easy to stay in shape when you short like that, bro. Cause they don't <laughs> got nothing to no, for real, bro. Cause all they gotta do is eat like three pieces of bread all day. And that shit just <laughs> fall off of them. Cause think about it, like. Like, you got, like, a whole, like, twice as big of a digestive tract as them niggas, bro. Yeah, like, that's true. Seriously. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you are right. Like, my my, my, di- my digestive system is probably as big as these niggas, like, whole torso right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, bro. You know what I'm saying? These little five, six niggas, man, they, they, they got a whole different lifestyle that they live, bro. Oh, man. But I am not. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. That is true, though. Just thinking about that, you know. I mean, the world Yo, is a lot I used bigger to work out. Dog. I used to work out with him, bro, and I see it. Like it's just completely different. He eats different than me. He moves different than me, bro. It's just his whole <laughs> speed is different. He sleeps different amount of hours than I do. That shit is weird, man. But look, man, shout out to my my short niggas, man. I ain't, I ain't got no no hate. Shout out, man. Uh, nah, man. But all right, but here we go. I got, I got you, man. So this joint is off. Uh, sorry for the wait, too. We, we uh, gotta tell yeah. the people why we we gotta tell the people why we okay. why we coming up with these bars and shit. Basically, and I just wanna let the people know like Wayne is uh that nigga. Uh so for the for the most part, we wanted to salute Wayne. Uh and one one salute ain't enough. One day of saluting ain't enough. We wanna give him one year of saluting. So this is the year of the Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, year Lil Wayne. Like yeah. you said. You know what I mean? They're gonna be up in the debate and they're gonna be like Lil Wayne for president. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Lil Wayne for president, man. You know I mean? Dwayne, Dwayne Carter 2020, man. So, yeah, please say the but, uh, <laughs> but uh, here we go. Uh, verse off of uh, Sorry for the Wait 2, track Sell Some Blue. He said, <laughs> You got a track called Sell Some Blue? Yeah, dog. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Wave your white flag all you want, bitch. I'm colorblind. Bad bitch with me got thunder thighs and her mother eyes. Lily lick my lollipop like it's gum inside. Miami in the winter, Cali in the summertime. My bitch is independent. She don't ask for a dime. <laughs> love it when you love it when you make love. Hate it when it's fucking time. Disrespect the caterpillar. Rave about the butterfly. Bullet ain't got no nigga, nigga. You get this shit customized. Run up in your house, undisguised. Why you look surprised? Motherfuckers fucking hide. I feel like Mr. Hyde. Athletes getting jacked like they missing tires. Oh Lord. <laughs> One of the wildest bees in my hive. <laughs> wow. He said she got thunder thighs in her mother's eyes. That boy and then, crazy. And then he followed it up and said, I'll sting a bitch and die anytime. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. He, he the baddest bee in his hive. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right, cool. Shout, shout out, uh, salute. Um, all right, I got. I wanted to keep it. Uh, you know what I'm saying of the times and shit. So this is uh, Georgia Bush off the dedication too. Oh uh, man, don't be hating on my. 
Don't be hating on my guy, bro. Uh, no, nah, I'm not hating on We're talk about this. We're going to talk about this after. I actually just thought about this track and I had a conversation when this came out, actually, about this track. So let's, let's get into it. Um, They tell you what they want, show you what they want you to see, but they don't let you know what's really going on. Maybe it looked like a lot of stealing going on. Boy, them cops is the killers in my home. Nigga shot dead in the middle of the street. Ain't no thief. I'm just trying to eat. Man, fuck the police and President Georgia Bush. So what happened to the levees? Why wasn't they steady? Why wasn't they able to control this? I know some folks that live by the levee. They keep telling me they heard explosions. explosions. Uh, That same shit happened back in Hurricane Betsy, 1965. I ain't too young to know this. That was President Johnson, but now it's Georgia Bush. So y'all, 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 I mean, I'm, y'all niggas take a lot of credit from my nigga Wayne from the shit that he say because he rich and empowered and uh, he's a capitalist and his eyes ain't open, right? But niggas was woke at some point, man, at least. You could say that. You could say that. Or niggas is woke in the way that they want to be woke. Not to say that I want to give him credit or I want to give him a whole lot of credit. I just want to say it's all where you at. It really is. It's all where you at in life and it's all where you at, like, uh, and, and, and who you are and, and all that shit. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, I, you know, you got to meet people where they're at. I remember when this song first came out and I remember showing it to, uh, and I was in college at this time. I remember showing it to one of these guys I work with, an incredibly liberal guy, almost too liberal, annoyingly liberal. Uh, and I remember telling him about this track and he was like, but why is he calling it Georgia Bush? Like, why, like, what is he saying? I'm like, well, he's listen to the song. The man. You see what he's saying? He's disrespecting. He's like, yeah, but why? Like, well, what's the whole point of this? You know, like, it was weird, like, when it came out. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny that, like, you know, you complain about rap. Well, not necessarily him particularly, but, you know, a lot of those people in the media really complain about rappers not doing, you know, what they don't have to do and, you know, use their platform to actually talk, you know, truth to power or in some mm-hmm. cases, truth to stupid. Uh, but, you know, him actually using his platform to make that point. And he's always just questioning like, yeah, but you know, disrespecting him isn't going to actually like solve the problem, you know, but it's just kind of like, you know, but the song isn't necessarily about him, you know, it's about, you know, what he's saying in the lyrics. Cause obviously George Bush ain't listening to Lil Wayne, <laughs> right? you know, he might listen to Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. He might call that motherfucker up to the white house just to shake hands, but man, he may not even know who this motherfucker is, but I think a song like that, like kind of gets people to get educated. But and then also the type of stuff that he was he was advocating for because you know he's from fucking New Orleans. That's and, what I was you know, gonna say. That shit that, hit that, him that, home. Yeah, that's, that that shit hit him hell. home. It hit him hard. Yeah, literally, that shit hit his home. And on top of that, I mean, you know, you saw how that shit was going down there, and it's almost kind of like the same thing going on right now. Let's not say, man. Let's not forget, man. Like this this whole shit going on with this fucking coronavirus, this economic shutdown. This is literally the equivalent of a fucking like natural disaster right now. You know what I mean? Like a lot of motherfuckers is out of work. A lot of motherfuckers' lifestyle has changed. And also, man, you know, predating even the whole George Floyd thing, man. A lot of black, a lot of cops were cheating black people like shit. You know what I mean? For being outside. You know what I mean? Like you know, I've seen those videos, man, in New York, I, man. I've you seen know? it firsthand, nigga. They tried <laughs> to plant a gun on my nigga, bro. I done been beat up, nigga. I done been thrown to the ground, nigga. I done been arrested. Nigga, you done been fucking harassed. I've been with yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, shit. shit. And that's the thing. That's, that's in this state and out of state. You know what I mean? I remember when I was down in Virginia one summer, going back to visit homies, man, and some shit went down. <laughs> and just because 
I was with the niggas early in the day before this shit went down, I got put in the fucking back of a fucking car. And it's luckily it just helped out that my homie's mom knew the cops as they were actually about to pull off with me and my cousins and shit like that. And she was able to kind of say like, yo, no, they've been at the house for like the past few hours. You know what I mean? But God knows, man, like, and at that very moment, that, I, at that very moment, she humanized y'all, little niggas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? God knows what would happen. You know what I mean? So yeah, they, she was like, "Nah, they people." And he was like, oh, "Okay, they know signs right now. They people, fucking crazy." Um, yeah, but so, yeah, so, you so, was telling me earlier when we was on the phone, like how even if even if a boy ain't killing you, bro, even if a boy ain't like you know, like beating you until you dead, or or or, or beating your face in until your teeth come out, like. Just arresting you ruins your life, bro. Yeah, I mean, yo, one one bad running can man fuck up a lot, man. Like for real, uh, bro. When I got arrested, <laughs> when I got arrested for smoking an L outside of that Flying Lotus concert, my guy, man. I don't know if we talked about this, but I don't know if we talked about it on the pod, but bro, I had to pay uh, two racks and fucking fines. I had to pay two. I think it was twenty eight hundred and lawyer fees. I had to do like 32 hours in fucking uh, community service. And I had to fucking be in jail for more than enough time, <laughs> if you ask me. All that just for fucking smoking the blood, just getting right before a concert, you know what I mean? Cause, yep. you ain't, you ain't, you ain't hurting nobody, you know what I mean? Pay you ain't- Pay for the concert, you, know what I'm saying? <laughs> wasn't you ain't hurting no, you know what I mean? You ain't hurt nobody, you ain't fucking put, you know what I mean? You ain't. Put your hands on nobody. You ain't harm nobody's property and shit like that, nigga. You just thank God my boss was understanding because, you know what I mean, I got arrested, like, at, like, 7 o'clock at night, and I had to be to work at 9 that morning. And obviously, and it was, I, yeah, that was, it was a middle, I it was couldn't middle call of, out. It was the middle of the week that week and shit. Oh, yeah, so, yeah that, it was that, a that Tuesday was a, night, nigga. Tuesday night and shit. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Best <laughs> believe I remember. <laughs> I wonder if you told the cop, like, yo, I got to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I told him a lot of things. I was like, "So, <laughs> is this my last chance to beg for mercy?" Nigga, I was about to start crying and everything, bro. I was, I think it. Listen, I watched my whole life flash before me, and the process was so long as far as like fingerprinting and all that bullshit. It was like it gave me an opportunity to think of every single thing that I could think of or do at that moment. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't much. <laughs> it wasn't so, much. It wasn't but- much. But the funny thing is, like, yo, like, I've, I've heard even crazier cases, like, not in, in the next county over. Well, actually, mm-hmm. part of the same county, but, you know. I was in, yeah, I was over there. Yeah. I was in Delco. Yeah, so, yo, like, I remember uh, one dude, man, he was even saying how, like, he ended up having to have to spend a whole fucking weekend in prison because this motherfucker jail, was walking jail around. Probably. Jail, yeah. probably. Jail, well, probably. Jail, probably. Yeah, because, yeah, because what they do with you, well, you're not prison, jail. But, yeah, pretty much, like, he left the crib. <laughs> to go around the corner to the store and he had flip-flops on and a baggy white beater. Oh, that's drawling. And the cop, the cop thought that he was drunk. So they arrested him for public drunkenness. Cause he had a sloppy collar. That's crazy. (laughs) He had a drunk collar. So they was like, nah, it's it's cause his collar was drunk, bro. That's crazy. And he had to have been drunk all the time. Imagine him arresting me with some drunk socks. He had to spend a whole weekend in the in the bang just because of fucking <laughs> just 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 because man just because he wanted to, wanted to run the store real quick like that's that's wild man that's yeah, wild bro. man see that's the thing you got you got to be you got to go out here equipped you can't be lacking he should have had sneakers on 
And a she whole shirt with on. buttons. And a whole she shirt with buttons. Should have had his polo buttoned up. You know what I mean? Yep. Should have had his wife with him. Should have been should walking I, around yeah. with should've his kids. His wife you know what I mean? Hell so, yeah. Fresh haircut. Fresh haircut. Should have been out here respectable. You know what I mean? Presentable. Fresh ass breath man. And some Banaka. So. Remember Banaka, yo? Banaka? Banaka. Banaka. Yeah, yeah, the fucking sh- the shit you spray your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, <pause. laughs> oh, that shit, that shit's bad. That shit was crazy, dog. That shit was dangerous, bitches, man. I, I, bro, I have all the bitches, like, opening their mouth next to me and shit just for that shit. <laughs> yeah, man, spray that in there, man. So, you know, spritz now, you know what I mean? Yay later, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, but, man, so... Yeah, so just to, just to wrap it back around, I just want to say uh, I I don't know if all of these celebrities are clones, and I don't know if they've all lost their minds, but I don't expect nobody to be the same one that they was like ten years ago after being like a multimillionaire and traveling the world and being stuck on tour life for like a whole bunch of years. Not to say that I'm justifying anybody's actions or reactions, just more so to say I don't expect nothing from these niggas. They not normal. They don't live a normal life. Uh, so yeah. With that said, we get into this uh this whole uh George Floyd challenge thing. Jo- huh. Oh yeah, you showed me that. <laughs> oh man, that that pissed me off, yo. <clears throat> that really pissed me off seeing that, and the way that shit is just just has flown, you know. Uh, but that that's that's really relegated to Snapchat though, right? Because I know niggas ain't ain't really posting that shit on Twitter and shit like that. They ain't ready for that smoke. I mean, I don't know. I didn't go search for it, bro. I'm not. I ain't got the heart to go search for that shit. That that shit found you. Yeah, no. Nah, somebody, yeah, somebody I follow, somebody I follow, uh, posted that John. So I just I just shared it to my John. But I'm not gonna go look for that, bro. Yeah, I uh, mean, long story short, just to explain the audience, just so this ain't an inside conversation, man. Basically, uh. Some people, uh, some racist individuals are going around uh, just, like, kneeing on people's necks, like, as a, as a joke and shit, and it's a challenge. So it's a challenge for me not to go uh, go look that up and, and become mad, verbally active, all up in a box. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to do that shit. But that's the thing. Just to incense you guys even more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I just checked. They said... Uh... Twitter, well, they say social media themselves, they're actually going out and they're pulling all those posts. <clears throat> so actually, remember when you were talking that censorship shit before, bro? Yeah. Remember you was talking that? How you feel nah, now? Nah, leave that shit up, dog. Let leave, leave that shit up. Let them niggas catch that smoke, man. Bro, like, them niggas really catch that smoke. They be burning across <laughs> the niggas front yard in a second, bro. So, I mean, I mean, of course. So, but I mean, yeah, you know, just to catch that smoke, because uh, honestly, like, you know, it's funny because uh, I screenshotted some shit earlier, but I remember uh, <laughs> this one dude, uh, he, he posted that his little sister and her friend in school, pretty much what they do is they, they, they screenshot and they keep a log of all the racist shit that their classmates say in school. So that way, when their classmates go to college and apply to college, they send that shit to the college that, <laughs> that they want to go to and shit like that. So, yeah. Yo, that makes me, I want to talk about something based on that. Go ahead. So it just, that think, just reminded me of something. But I, so, I applaud that though. I really applaud that. But at the same time, like that's to me, that's it's well, the thing sad. Is, well, it's it's petty, but I mean honestly, no, obviously it's not, it's not that it's petty. What it is is it's sad that their reactions have to be so passive and reserved 
because of how prevalent the shit is around them that they can't yeah. even make a fight about it. They can't even be like, yo, everybody, this person said this because nobody gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. what's sad. That's what's real sad because it's like, damn, I got to make this like a public thing. I can't even just make this a everybody in this room thing. Like, I got to go take this to the fucking national stage to get a response. Like, that's <laughs> wild. Yeah, and, that, and that's the funny thing because I mean, if you try, yeah, and that it is fucked up, right? Because if you try to deal with it in the moment, you know, you try, you know, in that moment, you're the bad guy because you know you're being overly sensitive. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're taking. I mean, it but that's serious, the that's, you know, so. these is children, you know. But that's the risks that I mean, at least us as adults, we got to be willing to take. And that's why I want to get around to the other thing that I wanted to mention on that subject. I got somebody, I got a homie that I really give a fuck about. He's not black, but he's damn near black. He's as black as you can get without being black, right? Yeah. So he told me uh, at some time, I don't even remember what the subject was that we was talking about, but I know that this was not relevant to the subject. He had mentioned how somebody had said something to him at his job about some race or something like that and said something racist to him. And he was like, yeah, man, nigga, decent shit like that. And I'm like, he is the type of nigga that could say, yo, them niggas be saying shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, what you say? And I was, in, I was, I was immediately, I was kind of triggered by it. I'm like, yeah, what you say? And he was like, no, oh, I'll just be like, you know. And he kind of played it off like, you know, he don't, do, he don't say much or he don't do much or whatever. But I was like, hey, bro, you won't say shit. Like, if these, if these is like old white dudes around you and they saying real racist shit around you, like, you don't say nothing. He was like, I mean the fuck am I going to say? What the fuck am I supposed to say? And I'm like, on some real shit, bro. On some real shit. Not to tell, like, not to toot my own horn, but I could tell you just last week, and I work in, I, at the time, I was working in hospitality, which is full of Mexicans, right? Full of Mexicans. So I was like, yo, just last week, I just talked to somebody recently and was like, yo, man, they said something about a Mexican. And I looked at him and was like, are you fucking serious right now, bro? That's a Mexican, right? So imagine what you say about me. I'm black. On top of that, this is a white person I'm talking to at work. I was like, on top of that, bro, you wish you could work half as fucking hard as a Mexican, bro. Like, you haven't taught me shit since I've been here. You're supposed to be training me. But meanwhile, I could work with a Mexican that I can train and that nigga to teach me 10 things as soon as I fucking, like, bro, you are not worth anything at this very moment. So, like, I had to go in on him because this person disrespected somebody that I don't even know, like, but that I'm close to, I'm close to these group, this group of people. And I consider myself in solidarity with these, this group of people. Like they told me, like, these are my Mexican homies and shit. You know what I'm saying? They told me like, yo, you fly, yo, we can fuck with you because you work hard. Like, so if you work hard, we know, like, if we get in a fight with you, you actually gonna fight. But if you don't work hard, that means you ain't gonna help us. You ain't gonna defend us. You barely gonna fight for your fucking self. Meaning you ain't, if you don't work hard, you ain't gonna fight for yourself. <laughs> so I'm that. like, yo, yeah, I dig that. So like, I got a connection with these folks. And if somebody disrespects these folks in my presence, I do actually, this is before all of this shit went down too. I do actually feel personally responsible for like lifting them up as a community and pointing out their good aspects and saying like, nigga, I don't know. Have you been anywhere? Have you met anybody? Nah, bro. Cause I look at you and I don't see half is what I see when I look at them. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't mind saying that to a motherfucker. So it hurt me. This is somebody close to me in my life. Who's like I said, not black but as close to black as you could get say nigga every day. And I'm like, damn, bro, you didn't, you don't speak up. You don't say shit. Like when these people at least let them know, yo, I got mad brothers. That's dark as hell, bro. Don't do that around me. Don't do that around me, please. Like at least that that's at least all I ask. So yeah, that's crazy. That just brought that, that reminded me of that when you said that, bro, when you said, uh, that shit, whatever you said earlier, I'm all in it now. 
don't remember. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, that, and that's the thing that's just really tough too, right? Because, you know, I guess whoever that person is, I guess even being in that position. But I guess, you know, it sucks is the, the way they feel and having to be kind of inundated with the bullshit, you know what I mean? And the fact is, like, you know, these old white men, man, you know, these motherfuckers ain't going to change their mind. You know what I mean? So, but I guess it does prove a point to say, like, yo, you're just not going to really just be disrespecting people in front of me and just think that's just all cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Because where we are <laughs> now, where we are yeah. now, like, white people are riding to the point where it's like, nah, point them out. Point them out. Nah, uh-uh. You ain't doing that. No, nah, where he at? Uh-uh. Like, I saw a post. I saw a post on TikTok. It was a little white girl and shit. I'm, I'm pretty sure most people have seen this post. A little white girl was like, oh, my God, this girl in my neighborhood, this girl in my town just got punched in the face because she said all lives matter because somebody said black lives matter. And all she said was all lives matter. And somebody just punched her in the face. And then she pushed, she showed the camera of the girl on the ground. And she put the camera back to her face and was like, and I do it again, too. And I was like, yo, <laughs> you take a moment just to react to that because it took me a moment to react too. I was like, oh, shit, she knocked her out. Nice. <laughs> right. So with that said, it's like, yeah, niggas is right super hard. And niggas is like, yo, we need to separate ourselves because we don't want to get destroyed. <laughs> so uh, my man, well, my man didn't make that point. My man didn't make a point to say, yeah, like I got brothers. Like, I, I want to stand over here. I need to separate myself because I'm going to get destroyed. Like, he ain't act out of fucking fear. And I think that a lot of people are acting out of fear now. But they are acting. And it's weird, man. It's cool. It's weird. It's cool. It's good. It's great. Hey, but it's, like, it's fucking, it's, it is what it is, my dude, my G. I, I don't even I, know what I'm saying, bro. I'm just talking, so take it from well, me. Well, it's, it's an effect flexion point right now. But I remember, shit, er, just earlier today, I had to actually in, educate someone. I had, to, I, had to literally, I had to literally explain to somebody what Black Lives Matter meant. And, like, you know, and they, you know, and they were actually talking, like, you know, like the whole, like, you know, but all lives matter. And I was like, all right, well, let me explain this to you. <laughs> you know like nobody's saying that all lives don't matter but you know all lives can't matter black lives don't matter and you know i had to sit here and like educate them on the whole you know the whole the, the whole issue of you know police injustice economic injustice and things like that and like you know giving like a whole conversation about like you know the main, the main reason why we have what we have is just, you know, just pretty much due to policies of, you know, from 50, 60 years ago and the fallouts from those. And essentially, like, you know, America, for the most part, hasn't really started getting this act together until more recently, really, you know, literally more recently. Shit, may, maybe, maybe until last week, quite honestly, <laughs> yeah. you know, so, you know what I mean? So, like, like fully, you know what I mean? For the most part, you know. Not fully like, yet, bro. We still got well, a lot more, bro. Well, yeah, we still, nah, we still, go. we still got a ways to go. But I Yo, think Cameron, 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 fucking posted on Instagram. He said, "Y'all rather have all this destruction and bullshit instead of just getting three people or some shit like that." It was something. It was something that simple, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just to protect three people, y'all going through all this, like. Come on, man. When you put it like that, it's really like that, bro. But it, but it's more than that. And it's funny because I was even watching the news, and, you know, and like, you know, we're, you know, the guys are sitting, you know, the guy that's walking with the crowd. That's like, you know, <clears throat> the the fucking news 
you know, the thing, the guy, you know, that's walking around with everybody, you know, with the in front of the camera and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That guy, yeah. you know. The, the, the correspondent. The, 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 the thing, on, you know. On, the on-site correspondent. <laughs> the, the on-site <laughs> correspondent. There yeah. we go. The guy, you know. Nah, yeah. but oddly enough, though, it's funny because uh, he was out there in a T-shirt and a backpack. Then they had this yeah, nigga out there all he day. He was ready. He was, <laughs> he was, right, he was probably protesting. Day. He was probably protesting and they called him and he was like, I'm already on the scene. Come on. But uh, but he but he was pretty much just saying out like you know he's like you know they're not leaving until they actually have change and you know we all know you know it may be some time before that happens. <laughs> the nigga said this. The anchor said this on like fucking live TV. So that's just, yo, that's uh, scary. That's scary, son. You know why that's scary? That make me want to go out and smash more shit, bro. That's scary, bro. <laughs> it really do. Cause like you know me, bro. You know I ain't done shit. I ain't done yeah. shit. But at the same time, like that really make me want to go out and smash more shit. Cause it's like oh for real, we gotta keep this shit alive. But, and uh, that's unfortunately the only thing that these motherfuckers is fearing at the moment. Like, that destruction, the violence, that's already been there. And it's never been us against them. It's always been them against us. But the destruction is what they're fearing so much right now. And the thing is, and, and I saw a post earlier, people were saying, like, man, they're lucky that Black people only really just want equality and they don't want revenge. You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, that's a lot. That's a post right there. That's a post. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's, and that's, and that's, that's true because, you know, like that, I think that is in a sense of valid concern, you know, obviously like gunshots are selling out of guns and shit like that. So. Nigga, gunshots ain't been open since fucking this whole pandemic been going down. Nah, nigga, the government, nah, nah. as soon as this pandemic started, man, fucking, they, they forced the governor to actually, man, fucking make the fucking gunshots an essential business and shit like that. So, uh, but now that I'm on that point, you know, uh, black guns matter. So black people get yourself armed. Uh, hopefully you don't have to use it. Nigga, uh, I'm Googling that shit right now. Are you serious? They back open again? Because I yeah, got been some bread to spend. I need an they, AR. ASAP. They've been open. They've been open. Man. Just, All right, just, cool. We just, back. Just, just, get, get you a low caliber piece, man. Just honestly, I'm man. Just, don't talk to me about how to protect my family, cuz. I know, but I'm just saying, man. Make sure you – listen. Make sure you can hit your target first, man. Ramp up the caliber, man. When you when you can hit your when you hit your targets, man. When you can hit your spot consistently, that's when you crank it up, man. Yo, you so, love counting me out, man. I told I'm you, six to eight not, miles, nigga. Every I'm, time, my cool down three miles, nigga. Listen, bro. All right, I'm not talking. I'm not just. Out, I'm, not, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to the public as well. Twenty-four too. hours in a day, bro. I be all, all types right. of places. You don't be with me. Yo, listen. You be with me, but you don't be with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. But I know where you be at, though. You know what I mean? Yo, I, yo, but I don't. But I, don't like I mean, but I, don't act, but I don't act like I know where you be. But I know where you be, though. So you know. Hey, man. Yeah, it's all good. In front of these people, man. I'm talking about like, you know where I be, man. <laughs> I'm a grown ass man. You don't know where, man. I got man. kids out here, cuz. Listen, dog. Listen, man. Motherfuckers talk, man. So <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly who they is too. <laughs> Stop hitting them up. At that line. So, but nah, just just on that note though. But nah, now that I mentioned though, black guns matter. Uh, remember back in high school, we used to have zero period. We used to be coming back to school on the train, and the one dude used to be home, at, like be pushing his music. He used to always say like, "Yo, I'm not gonna be." Yeah, light skin nigga always wore red with the dreads. Yeah, yeah so, he was uh he was uh he was Adrian cousin. So, but uh he he's actually uh the head of like Black Guns Matter actually. Uh 
So he's actually been doing interviews and shit like that. So he's actually like got it. I knew he was going to be a political motherfucker. So, but uh, I remember seeing him. He was like the second dude on uh, Van Lathan's uh, podcast and shit like that. So, uh, so man, but he he is right though. Uh, but I, I and I got the funny thing is though, I feel like you know the more black people that get armed, I feel I feel like that's when you're gonna actually start to see more more action and gun laws and shit like that. So, yeah, uh, maybe. You but know, I we make up eighteen percent of the entire American population, right? Thirteen, but some nice. of us may be undocumented and shit like that. Yeah, because you you may. Oh, I know I'm undocumented. Absolutely, so. I know I'm undocumented. I, I man, I I encourage everybody I know not to fill out the census, dog. So I know it's a couple of us out here. So, but on that note, though, <clears throat> I don't know. Feel free to get armed. Uh. I guess a podcast, yeah. I was going to say, can I give us a scripture of the day? Since it's relevant? Yeah, sure. yeah, sure, man. Sure, sure. All right. It's uh, 2 Timothy 1, 7. Uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Um, that was today. Not to say that it ain't people who run this shit who be in the world and stuff, but, you know, it's... Maybe it's more than an algorithm, but shit was still relevant and it's still good. Like I said, power, love, sound mind. Uh, Start with that power. Start with that power, because if you ain't got no power, your love don't mean shit. Just so niggas know. Yeah, power, love, and sound mind. Uh, I feel like you kind of have to get... You got to get the power. Yeah. And then once you get the power, then once you get the power, you need to exercise the love so you're not a fucking tyrant. But when but you're doing I, all but of I, that, but you I, need... I feel like you have to have a sound mind to kind of start it off. You know what I mean? Like you have to have your mind right first. You know what I mean? Because I mean, some people power... get power before they get sound mind. To be honest with you, we talking about white privilege half the time here. So <laughs> some people got power before they have sound mind. So I guess that's that. I guess I guess that's that's for them. You know what I mean? You had the power. Now you gotta you're gonna you're gonna have to learn what love is. And then now you have a sound mind. So we have to, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's, I guess it's just exhausting, man. It's exhausting. Just having the fucking, it's exhausting, man. Having to fucking be the bigger person, man. Having to show love all the time, man. Having to educate people all the time, man. Having to, having to make people understand all the time, man. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the thing that like, you know, that's just fucked up. Like, cause like, the question being like, yo, if this is somebody in you and your family and everything like that that's going on, like, but then again, you know what, come to think about it, man, I see the way, I'm not even going to say, just say this is white people, but just certain people treat their family and how they regard their families, everybody in that family, you know, like, even within their families, that love is conditional. And that shit is just kind of crazy, you know what I mean? And that shit is just fine. That's just cool, right? And they expect that because it's just like, you know, somebody made an argument earlier about like, you know, they hurt, they hold their people, they hold their, their culture holds themselves to a higher standard. And I understand that, but higher you have than to have, huh? a higher standard of just living and being, you know? So, you know, the Hodge twins who I, I was once a, a fan of just, you know, comedically, you know, now they're the, uh, the conservative twins, uh, shouts out to them for that. Psych. Uh, but they're making an argument pretty much about like, you know, everything going on right now and, uh, their take on like some of the protests and everything like that. 
And it kind of sucked because, you know, on one end, I don't know whether or not they're actually uh, – I don't know whether or not they're just doing it just for, you know, just – think they trolling? The uh, I mean, it's, it's trolling if to I an extent. Troll, if I was a troll and I was in media, and let's say if I looked at my reputation as stock, and I would personally – and, and like I said, if I was a troll, which means I would probably have no moral compass, right? If I if I was that person, then I would personally probably see the benefit in going against the grain right now to gain mad attention, just knowing that all of this might blow over for a good long time afterward. Might blow over and you may be able to get it back in the back end of it and stuff like that. Not uh, even have to get it back. Not even have to get it back. Just actually just let it die down after about yeah. three or four years. Yeah, but you, you kind of made your come up during the process being on the other side, and that's that. Uh, yeah, but I don't know, man. I feel like, you know, like th there's so many ways to get money just being you. And I hate to make the argument of being like on the wrong or right side of history. Cause obviously like, you know, you're going to be wrong. Uh, it's right to be hypocritical. It's, it's okay to not be who you were 10 years ago. It's, it's okay to change your mind about things. And I agree with that. But then I guess, I guess there's just certain things that like, you know, <laughs> what I say unalienable, uh, fucking just, you know, sense of, of morality and i guess even just common sense and shit like that right too right so i mean like you know their main post they put up it says black lives matter is a leftist lie and they pretty much spent you know 20 minutes just talking about how you know the democratic establishment is using black lives matter it created black lives matter to pretty much just keep race on the forefront of black people's minds so that way when november comes they can get them to vote uh just so FYI, that was what they made cops for <laughs> yeah just a fy you know and they say blue lives matter that's why they say blue lives matter you know cops are there to make people black black people vote blue you know you don't no, see man. why why the flag is like you know the, the cop the blue lives matter flag is like literally like white thin black blue. and blue you know what i mean yeah. the thin the thin blue line Behind, really between it all so <laughs> here's the fucking all right so here's the kicker right i i would be remiss if i didn't mention all of this um Years ago, when Ferguson and all of that came out, I was on my heavy, heavy, super duper Christian shit. And most of the things that I was reading was pointing out that, yeah, it was created by uh, some some gay people or some lesbians. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was like black lesbians or some shit like that or, or, or something like that. And they were saying like, yeah, those, those people were uh, ops or something or they were funded specifically by uh, government bodies so that they could create uh, mischief in places where niggas wanted to create mischief, you know on some uh, PSYOP shit, you know how it be. And yeah. on some real shit, anything is possible when it comes down to all of those things. But I don't necessarily equate BLM or <clears throat> Black Lives Matter with my life mattering and everybody fighting for how much value my life actually has. Now, don't get me wrong, Black Lives Matter is a movement and it is definitely organized and it is helping us to determine, <laughs> determine and discern. Go ahead. FYI, I just want to put in, not as organized as people think it is. Let's just say that. All so, right. So with that so, said, now, like, now with that said, it is helping us to discern and determine certain things. It's just a tool at the moment. So right now, it's not like I'm putting all my chips on that motherfucking shit. And it's not like I'm hashtagging that shit behind everything. But at the same time, I can use that and figure out where I need to be at and what I need to be reading and who I need to be looking at. Uh, but me personally... I, I don't pledge my allegiance to any specific movement, but I definitely appreciate all this attention given to the value of my life and people like myself uh, 
So yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Black lives definitely matter though. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we built this motherfucker, man. <laughs> How you not going you know what I mean? So you know, yeah, I could argue I could argue that we built it, we sustained it, we maintained it, and then <laughs> it's we still are. It's, it's and still then we it's grew still the art. shit out of it, man. <laughs> like like literally, we grew the shit out of it, bro. Like all of this shit, every creative motherfucking bone in my body is like, like all, it all came from blackness, bro. Like everything that anybody is entertained by this world right now is like super duper influenced by blackness, bro. Black people. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump inspired by black people. That shit he's doing on Twitter. That ain't him. That's Kanye, dog. (laughs) This nigga ran with Kanye style and became president, man. So, yeah, bro. So, <laughs> literally, <laughs> but uh, literally. So, just look at Kanye circa fucking like you know 2015, 2014, 2016, man. When he was yeah, tweeting, yeah. When he when he was tweeting, he was blowing Twitter up and shit like that. Yeah, and then you know he was killing it. Yeah, but uh, but you know, just in all this though, just kind of seeing like you know, obviously it's all gonna get politicized, but I feel like. I don't know. It, you know, just all the counter shit coming out now, right? You know, like a dude, David Webb, you know, I mean, he actually made a speech a few years back and they tried to, he tried to make this argument that the United States is not institutionally racist. Uh, Who is that? Black. Yeah. So he's like uh, one of those, like, you know, black intellectuals. He's on the top. Oh, I can make that argument. Uh, I don't like calling people that, but hey, listen, you can call them that. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's it's just a rhetorical communication device right there. So I'm gonna well, go ahead and use it because well, it helps us communicate with the audience. Well, the thing is, I don't I don't like guys that that make a big that literally lead with respectability politics and just talk about self accountability. Obviously, everybody has to be accountable for who they are and what they're gonna be and where they need to be in life. Obviously. You know, shit. Yeah, you know but that I mean? doesn't move the fucking meter, though. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's not. Yeah, like obviously, like governing you know, myself is just the first step. Exactly. So you know, I I know I gotta wake up every morning and put pants and a shirt on before I leave the house. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But when I leave the house to go places, how people treat me, uh, that's a big thing. You know what I mean? How people treat me, what I can expect, what expectations, what opportunities lie before me. Uh, yeah. I saw a really cool infographic video earlier and they were actually explaining, uh, you know, pretty much just institutional racism and, you know, the system, you know, systemic things that happen. And, you know, the arguments that, you know, obviously I would probably make, you know, when it comes to like reparations and stuff like that. And obviously the arguments I'd make for reparations probably wouldn't even be for slavery. Obviously, you know, I would say black people just owe a ton of money just based on like, you know, policy from fucking, you know, U.S., uh, government policy and just pretty much just banking and like business institutional policy from like, I got to say like, you know, maybe even like the mid thirties up through the, through the eighties, you know what I mean? It's just with all the red line and the shit like that. You know what I mean? Like you don't realize, man, like a lot of these effects have butter butterfly effects. You know what I mean? Them telling that black family that they couldn't buy a house somewhere that fucked them up for generations. You know, people, you know, you know what fucking, you know, and I guess man, people can assume the city we live in. Right. You know, what fucking septa man, you know, fucking bus drivers were fucking striking and they were quit. They were striking because they didn't want fucking black people working for SEPTA. That was one of the reasons they struck. <laughs> they were striking every year and that was one of the reasons they struck. When was they, that? Were stri- they were striking. This is back in, uh, 
it's like right before World War II, or maybe a little after. But they were striking because a lot of the white guys working for the for the fucking for SEPTA didn't want to work alongside black people. So they, they refused, so they all quit. So there's no surprise. I mean, who likes black people, right? Especially in nineteen fucking forty. You, you know? know? So that's uh, the thing, like so when people are quitting the workforce just because people want to come and make a living, that's kinda that's that like that in itself is unnatural. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. What that level of hate? That level of hate is unnatural and it's inefficient. You know what I mean? Like, you know, for, for people that talk about they love the economy and the and the and the fucking invisible hand of the free market and shit like that. You know, where the fuck does racism fit in the free market, man? Let me say this. Somebody said the other day that racism is taught, right? And I'm I I like these little kids, these little kids that I'm taking care of, they don't know shit unless I tell them. Like, and they can get what they get off of. They can glean what they can glean off of YouTube and whatever video games I sit in front of them. But they don't know shit unless I tell them. So for the most part, they don't even know that these niggas being different colors is a different color. They don't know that niggas being different colors matters. They just know that niggas is niggas and girls is girls. And that's only because I fucking told them. You know what I'm saying? So with that said, like, for me to say a black man and a white man and the violence done, and then, <laughs> my bad I would have thought you all <laughs> yeah 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 so for me to say like a black man and a white man and violence because of black and because of white my little niggas is, my little my little young boys is like this is all a lot for them you know what I mean this is all a hell of a lot for them but but what's fucking crazy is I had to actually sit there and like process the fact that when, when somebody say like racism is taught like for a five year old for a six year old they have to be told not to like somebody. They have to be told to recognize the differences between somebody and to be told not to like them because of that. Because they don't know that that nigga being a different color matters because they met people in their fucking family that don't look exactly the same as them. So they already fucking, they rationalize that. They also probably uh, see entertainment and see people all over the place that look cool and that wear cool things. Cause you know, kids don't know shit. They, they just, they, they attracted to whatever. So they go and value whatever they see in anybody. But you have to tell them, yo, that nigga different. And you have to tell them, yo, we don't like them niggas. So for, for, for that and with that said, the active hatred, yo, the active fucking hatred, man. I hope I ain't being too long-winded right now, but. No, no, that's, that's true, man. No, I mean, active. overwhelming to me to think of, like, to think like, yo, I got to make sure my kids don't like niggas. Like that's wild, bro. <laughs> and that, and that's the thing. I mean, shit. We, you know, we've dealt with that even just you know amongst our friends, man. You know, yeah, we, I mean, we my mom, friends. my mom told me don't take a white girl to the prom, but I can <laughs> I can think of a lot of reasons why she said that, and she was probably being uh, <laughs> prejudiced at the time or whatever, whatever she said, for whatever reason she said. I can think of a lot of reasons she said it, but to me, that's not the same as teaching your child to hate somebody based on their color because she obviously didn't teach me to hate nobody based on their color because I was about to take a white girl to the prom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I remember having that discussion with my mom as a kid. But I, I remember even, like, you know, just talking about one of my friends and he was dating, you know, he was Hispanic, and he was dating a black chick. And, uh, and we were young, man, like, dating. You know what, dating. He was going out with a black chick. You know what I mean? It's fucking sixth grade and shit like that. And I was just saying, yeah. I like, you know, how people going were like, fucking weird. That's a whole yeah. other euphemism that don't work. <laughs> they was going I mean, steady. They was going I mean, steady. I mean, but I remember, like, you know, 
I remember just talking about how, like, you know, they were catching stuff because, uh, you know, because, like, you know, it was a black dude, kid with a fucking, uh, well, no, sorry, it was a Puerto Rican kid with a, with a, uh, with a black girl. And, and they was little saying, kids, and all they was doing was hanging out together in probably school. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, I was like, people were people were acting weird about it, and then my mom had to sit there and explain is that, like, you know, it's just weird because, like, you know, that's, like, you know, a level of oppression. She was like, you know, hopefully you, you don't feel funny like your friends because you feel in that same way as them as you, like, you know, putting that same level of oppression that black people have gone through before on your friends. You don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, like, you, you know, know, they just... Fuck, bro. Yeah, and I, she told me that as a kid. Child is stellar, bro. She wild as fuck, bro. So, to even be able to communicate that to a child, for you to come back, like, uh, maybe, what, 20-some-odd 20, 20 years? 20-some-odd 20, 20 years, years later, yeah. So. Clearly. Yeah, I mean, so, but I think, you know, j- just, and I think even, like, you know, of black people, like, having, having that shared experience, like, you know, we that's the thing. In our mind, we would never treat anybody like that. You know what I mean? So as much as people want to say, <laughs> you know, as much as a lot of people try to say online, you know, black people are really racist. No, we're not, man. We don't treat nobody like that, man. We'll call you we out. We'll make, we'll, we'll make we'll make fun of you we'll, at your expense, but it's all love, dog. You know what Yo, I mean? When the last time you seen when the last time you seen two or three black people roll on a white ball? Hmm, that's a very good question. I haven't seen that. Unprovoked. Cause I can show you a video. I'm this provoked week. or provoked. I never seen it, my nigga. I mean, I beat up, I beat up, I beat up people, but not because they was white. But I, I, yeah. I beat up a white person. I beat up a, I beat up. Let me see how many fucking, how many fights have I gotten with white people? I've gotten in two fights with white folks, and one was my roommate, and we fought because he was just a dickhead for the most part, and it wasn't racial. <laughs> and uh, another, another time, I punched a white boy in the face in high school. You remember that? And that ain't had nothing to do with race either. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Miller. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh shit. He was he was, he was a dickhead too. But but he, was but he he wasn't uh, racist. I don't think he was racist. I mean nah, he, he, was, he, he was white. So nah, nah, but nah, he he wasn't though. So Yeah, I don't think he was. He was I mean he, was, not, he, 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 he was all right, he's a dickhead, you know what I mean? So but uh nah, but man, even this city though, uh oh yeah, yo <laughs> Getting in the shout outs, yo. Shouts out to the city. They finally took the fucking Frank Rizzo ta- uh, fucking uh, statue down and shit. About damn time. Why the fuck does he have a statue? What the fuck did, has he done? You know what I mean? That shit was in a prominent location too, bro. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, yo? Like, really? You you couldn't put fucking Ben Franklin? <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you could have put Who another statue. Washington Love or something? <laughs> like, anybody? Frederick Douglass? So- <laughs> I mean, even just somebody prominent to the city, you know what I mean? So, like, that's just crazy. If all motherfuckers him. No, nah, I know, but him. I'm just saying, let's act like we got some quotas to fill here, guys. So. Nah, man. Oh, man. Yeah. We, 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 man. We don't even have a Dr. J statue. We don't even have a Wilt Chamberlain statue. What the fuck? Can we commission something? <laughs> Can we get, like, a Dr. J, Wilt Chamberlain? Can we get a Moses Malone statue since he's not alive anymore and he, he did all of his good shit on our team? Can we get a Moses statue? Can we really get a Moses statue, bro? So. Moses led his people, bro. <laughs> Definitely did, man. Got us that chip. Mm-hmm. So. Come on, man. So, so let's, man, let's, let's add a little bit of levity, man. Lighten this up, man. 
right. NBA. NBA coming back, man. 22 teams. Late July. Finals going into second week of October. Jalen Rose has been talking about 20 teams for about fucking two months now. So, shout out to him. But, uh, 22 teams. So, it's going to be nine teams from the East, and they're doing uh, 13 teams from the West. I guess because it's a little tighter. Because of seeding. So. No, it's because yeah. of the seeding. They pretty much reseeded. They ain't going by conference. So, I fucks with it because it's more fair. Yeah. Um, plus, it also is supposed to promise a little bit more action. But, honestly, I think this is going to be the motherfucking – they call it the playoffs, but I think it's going to be the breakoffs. I think all of these niggas getting injured every fucking game, bro. I think it's going to be somebody getting carted out every game, bro. Well, well, they said that's why they're giving us some time. But they said the main reason – that's why the season's going until uh, late October because – I mean, well, mid-October because they don't want to actually uh, – They don't want to do them back-to-backs. And yeah, they don't want they, they, yeah, to they don't, they don't have to be back-to-backs and stuff like that, so – yeah, I mean they they did they definitely need to account for conditioning. That is that is like definitely important. But like I said, I'm in, I'm I'm entertained by it. Like if niggas just snap their legs, if we get a bunch of fucking Paul Georges up this season, I'm cool with it. Well, the thing is, I, th- I think you know, I think lessening the travel, I think that's probably going to help a lot as well too, because that jet lag and niggas having to get back and on and off the road and shit like that. So, but the only uh, thing is, I mean, that's the thing though. You got to understand, bro. Everything is a balance, like. Not to say you don't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. But yeah, everything yeah. is a balance. Like, if a nigga is flying somewhere, then that means he's not in the club with some hoes, some coke. So, it's like, it's a balance. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you have things to fill your time with, then you have those things. But if you don't have those things to fill your time with, then you got to have other things. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if a nigga ain't traveling and the nigga ain't in a different city where he don't know nobody or whatever, whatever, then what it is, might just be. All these motherfuckers will be in a bubble, though. They're going to be in a bubble together. And you don't think the weed man going to be in a bubble? Hell yeah. I mean, I'm pretty pretty sure they're going (laughs) to – they're going to probably give a list of that. You know how, man, they're going to give these guys – Their vices provided to them. They're going to have a rider, man. They're going to give every player their rider and be like, yo, what do you need (laughs) for the next two months because you ain't leaving this motherfucker, man. Jordan (laughs) had a flu game, bro. This is going to be a flu season, bro. Everybody gonna be fucking hungover this whole <laughs> playoffs, bro. I th- I don't know. I think motherfuckers might actually be locked in, man. I see this shit kind of being on some like almost some Olympics type shit. It's a grab. Some... It's a cash grab, real quick. So I you you right about that because I think a lot of niggas is gonna be like, yo, we can steal this shit real quick. Like we did shitty all season and it don't matter right now. Like we can steal this shit. Fuck the Lakers, yo. <laughs> That's how everybody feel right now, bro. It's that that way, man. I mean, I think so. I think so. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping they're motivated. So, you know, we, we'll see, man. We'll see. I mean, Ben's – well, the funny thing is Ben – follow these niggas on social media. Do, do you follow these niggas on social media? Uh, I follow – yeah, fo- well, I follow three. I follow Ben, uh, JoJo, and I follow uh, Tobias Harris. So, so actually, uh, me and – You don't follow Al Horford? No. You don't follow Al Horford? The motherfucking spectacle that is Al Horford? You don't follow him? No. Come so, on, cousin. You know, the only reason, the only reason I uh, I follow Tobias Harris is because uh, me and him got the Kobe same and Kobe? shit. Oh, no, nah, so you said y'all go to the same barber. So, so, nigga, you got you got like dreadlocks and shit. So that don't say nothing about Toby's cousin. Yeah, you, you got dreadlocks, so. and you don't ever get your shit lined up ever. 
So. Nah, dog. But, but when I do, I should be ill. So, so. <laughs> no, I thought you was about to be like, no, nah, I get it lined up every week. I just tell them to keep it natural. Let's <laughs> keep it natural. You know what I mean? So, nah, <laughs> but I, see, that's the bad part though, because I was like, yo, I made a concerted effort, man. Like, I like I took up the size, I faded up the size. Like, I literally lost like. You know, I, I I cut off a good bit of hair, and as soon as I get ready to start consistently fading my shit, fucking barbershops clothes and shit like that. So that's crazy. No, you, know? you got to get that. You got to be a real boss. Like, you got to have niggas come out to you, bro. Well, that's the thing, man, because she really comes good. up from it. She comes up from Atlanta, you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. you know. All right. So, All right. You know what I mean? You know funny? Up. I told myself I'd never let a girl touch my hair in my fucking life ever again with no fucking scissors or clippers. I wanted a hair cutter in this chick. I told her exactly what to do. <laughs> That's that, that, that was your first mistake. That was your first Going mistake. Going to haircut right? <laughs> <laughs> that was, you wild. Yo, I ain't never got a haircut since then, bro. Never. <laughs> I have never got a haircut since then. That's why I look like how I look now. Y'all niggas don't get it. Audience, y'all don't get it, but bro, I look like a woodsman. <laughs> this nigga asked me if I got dreads when we got on the pod, and he even known me my whole life. <laughs> 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 nah, because I just see your shit twisted, man. So I ain't know, you know what I mean? So I did that shit myself, B. Oh, man. Looks all right, man. What I did was I separated my hair in the two big-ass joints, like one joint on each side. And then I just separated them into smaller joints, and smaller joints, and smaller joints. So now I just got shit all over my head. Dog. And uh, you, should, you should keep that, and as it grows out, you know what I mean? Yo, just get the soul I'm patch back, man. Out, bro. I'm just hoping I can take it out at some point. I mean, if you t- you just twist it, you know what I mean. But nah, you need to you need to keep it that and get the get soul, soul patch. patch. You know what I mean, get your Maxwell on, dog. Get your get your Maxwell on, dog. Get the soul patch. Oh god, <laughs> nigga. Yeah, oh, yo, people are already looking at me weird, nigga. I be like, <laughs> shit, man. Yo. <laughs> and then I cut you know all mean? my hair off on my face. Everybody at the stores was crazy because I go to the same stores every day. These niggas were looking at me like, yo. They look. They looked at me like I ate myself. Like, where you go? <laughs> What you do with him? Like, that shit was wild. <laughs> yeah, I remember one of my homies, he cut off all of his facial hair because we are doing uh, No Shave November. And then, like, you know, after No Shave November, you know what I mean? You just knock off all your shit the first of December. This nigga shaved his face. <laughs> his eye came up to him. She was like, yo, what's up with you, man? You going through something? Like, you oh, all right? <laughs> yeah. you know, how, what you like, 35 now? What you thinking about? Like, decisions? <laughs> That's wild. Like, Damn, dog. Like, yo, you going through, you all right? You going through something now? No, my young boy looked at me and was like, why do you keep doing that? <laughs> oh, man. I remember when I did it, man. Motherfuckers looking at me, they were like, nah, dog. Plus, man, I got, I got too many feminine features in my face, man. I look like a fucking man. <laughs> I look like a trans man. <laughs> when I shave my bro, face, man. My line, bro? <laughs> I know. You know, it's just on point, though, man. It's cool, man. The only thing you're missing is the, the, the butt chin, man. So, you know what I mean? I know. You'd be if in I had there, a bunch, I'd be a whole fucking mix, nigga. <laughs> That's all you're missing, man. So, man. so all right. Um, let's just get off of this fucking this self love right here. Yeah, but nah, but all right, but the NBA, man. Honestly, I th- I think this shit's gonna be fly. Uh, if they make it work, obviously, it's gonna be different. Helpful, so it's gonna bro. be it's gonna be monumental. That's how nah. I look at it, bro. If it's different, it's monumental, bro. It's man, not it's I, not mundane, you know. But I just, I just wonder how they'll do it because since they'll be like, you know, in ESPN's like, you know, campus or whatever, I don't know. I would like to kind of get like that, 
know, media the, access, nigga. Yeah, that's that, what they've been talking that about. That should be dope. I'm you know, I mean, media access after the game. I, I, want, I want I want that shit like I want that shit like wrestling, man. Like you know what I mean? Like you know they living in a they living in a they living in a dorm with them. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? With them and they family. Like, this shit gonna be like loving hip hop, NBA style, bro. And that's the thing, cause, cause, and that's the thing, cause you have, you have the Suns in there and you had the Sixers. And the thing is, like, you know, Kendall stopped fucking with Ben. So she started fucking with Devin Booker, you know what I mean? Oh so, you know what I mean? So they gonna have her on the job. So it's like, yo, who's Kendall staying with? Damn, yo, yo bro, she was just kicking it with Ben, but now she's with Devin. Is, is, is Tristan Thompson still with Chloe? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They married, right? They married, married, right? They engaged, so. They still engaged? I mean, the nigga, I mean, the nigga, put it this way. He, they got engaged, <laughs> and then the fucking sex tape dropped with the other chick, man. So, that nigga's still lucky to be engaged right now. <laughs> All right, so here's what happened with me, bro. Like, I watched the 2010. And then and then he was kicking it with fucking, uh, who's the chick? Uh, the, 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 the little brown, the little light-skinned chick? Yeah. Yeah, I know. The friend of the family chick. Yeah, I yeah. know. Bro, I ain't know that was him because I ain't watched basketball at that time. And the yo, audience, listen, forgive me. I wasn't watching basketball at that time. I know that shit was only like six months ago. But I wasn't watching basketball, all right? Forgive me. Anyway, yo, nigga. So I was watching uh I watched 2016 game seven finals. And I watched 2010. Game seven finals. And uh, and I watched whatever. I think 2016 was that year when niggas scored like 86 points in the first half. Matter of fact, that wasn't game seven. That was, uh, that was Warriors versus Cavs. I think it was game four or some shit. Oh, no, game four, game five. Nah, it's game, nah, it was game, game four. Three. Is- it was, no, it was game four because they was down three. They was down three zip. So the, so the Cavs came out busting their fucking mouth open. No, 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 no. Actually, they were down three one. You you probably saw Game Five when Kyrie and fucking LeBron went off. Both Kyrie had like forty something points, right? Yeah, yeah. Him and LeBron Dang. had forty had forty some points in that game, and that shit was crazy. And LeBron even said like, "Yo, man, I gotta even shout out to fucking my point guard, fucking Kyrie. That nigga killed that shit." <laughs> he was like, "Yo, I knew that." He's like, "No, when when Doris when Doris uh did him when Doris did the uh, post game interview, she interviewed both of them niggas. That shit was crazy. It was yeah. like they were both player the game, but uh they bust them niggas ass by like twenty points." But I watched that shit. Uh, that was dope as fuck. <laughs> like, yo, Bill Simmons. It was all time. Anyway, <laughs> fucking <laughs> 2010, bro. Game oh, the, uh, I was game seven Lakers uh, Celtics. Yes, I love you, my nigga. I fucking yo, love you. Nah, for, bro. Old time, I love you. Nah, Take dog. I, I, remember, I, remember, I, remember, I remember that game. I actually, I I actually watched that game live. I don't know the outcomes. That's the thing. So this game, I go into this game. I got my young boy next to me. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Yellow versus green, cuz who you want? He was like, I want, I want, I want yellow. I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna take green to fuck it. Cause at this point, I'm a Paul Pierce fan, bro. Paul Pierce is like fucking bizarro LeBron to me now at this point. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's go, green, let's go. Green start busting ass, right? See, I'm talking young boy terms, right? Celtics start busting <laughs> ass. Then I start peeping, like, yo, these niggas got KG. <laughs> these niggas yeah. got Paul Pierce. These niggas Ray got Allen, Ryan Ray. Point, super dumb hard. They got Ray Allen doing yep. all types of shit. Just, just in the cut. Keep going. They had, they had they Nate Robinson. The coach. They had Glenn Robinson. No, well, they, Nate Robinson. Big baby. Nate. 
Yeah, they had Nate Robinson because they were Shrek and Donkey and shit. So yeah, yeah, Nate, sorry, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was thinking so, yeah. of Baby Davis. Anyway, yeah, nah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, Glenn Davis, Big Baby, Big Baby, mm -hmm. and uh, Nate Robinson. They were Sh Shrek and Donkey, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. So these, these niggas, wow. Then on top of that, you had motherfucking Tony Allen coming off the bench. Motherfucking, the whole team was stacked, bro. Like, I'm forgetting motherfuckers. Then you had this nigga Scalabrini come in and just lock a nigga down for one possession. <laughs> Locking yeah. down Lamar Odom for one possession. Yo. Nah, but yo, they get yo, they get Kobe. Yo, that Kobe uh, Kobe yo, got 23 points in that game, bro. Man, nah, Kobe Kobe was was they were shutting Kobe down. Nigga, he worked he, he, teams all day. He worked nigga. hard because cause I think Kobe, like, I think Kobe went for like he was like nine for like 30 that game. Like that shit was crazy. <laughs> like, yo, he they were nine. He didn't even get nine, bro. Yeah, nah, he was he was he was bad. I mean, but at that point, he was he was done though. Like his knee was shot, had broken fingers. Yeah, like he was, was that was the crazy that, thing. His, he his, could tell he was injured as fuck. Yeah, he was he was he was like well, his was, body was, was he was just trying done. to run the court. He was just trying yeah. to run the court. But, but nah, bro, but that game, bro, that game, bro. They only <laughs> scored like I was doing the math in the third quarter just to try to figure out. And in, in the third quarter, niggas had 59 points and 53 points at the end of the third or some shit like that. I'm like, all right, well, well no, I think it was like one minute left in the third. Niggas had 59 points and 53. Well, I'm like, damn, at this point, niggas going to score like 74 points by the end of this game. This is a defensive motherfucking lockdown. These niggas is missing everything. Nigga, uh, Paul Gasol had like 14, 15 rebounds by like the first half maybe. And I'm I'm like that's because everybody missing everything, man. Like yeah, cause you gotta think, man. It's, it's it's game seven of a long ass season, and like you know. I was telling my young boy, I was like, "Yo, Rondo had a bandaid on his chin." Young boy was like, "What's wrong with him?" I'm like, "Nigga, this is the last game of like a hundred and something games, and this is the last one, last one." He didn't got he don't went through some stuff. Somebody touched his face, bro. He had four stitches. So. But nah, that game. But yo, mate, yo, fucking Meta World Peace, Ron Artest, man, he, nigga, he built the niggas out. He nigga, was like the MVP Artest, of that points, game. Twenty points, nigga. And that, that three day, that, that three, he hit the seal of the game. Up. Yeah. He was yeah. Dean Parker, and I think he had forty-eight minutes that game. If I'm not mistaken, he might have had forty, but it's still good. He was fucking shitting, bro. Yeah, that was. Man, that was that, that was a tough one right there, man. Like the Lakers, they they earned that one, man. But that was that was good though, considering how like you know two seasons prior, man, the fucking you know like Boston, man, they fucking oh man, they they had Kobe about to cry out there, man. <laughs> like it was crazy. It was funny. We had to watch. I don't know who won away. I don't. I don't even know who won away. So like, I kind of don't want you to tell me. Like, in a, that's a, funny because we actually watched not not oh eight. I think it's oh seven. It's funny because we actually watched that game at your crib. Was oh, 40, so yeah. What, what was I doing? Uh, I think you were watching it with us, but that's the thing. It was because we thought <laughs> the Lakers were going to win that game <laughs> and go on. So you know what I mean? But, oh shit! Who was but, uh, it? Who did they go against? No, no, it's Lakers Celtics. So because that Celtics. was that was that was the first year that the Celtics uh, made the big three and shit. So how many rings Paul Pierce got? Yeah, Paul Pierce. Yeah. Uh, I think I think just one. So career Laker. Oh, sorry. Career Celtic. Damn. So they only got one in that whole run? Yeah, but you got to think for that, that run. That they had, they ain't have shit. They only got that one? Well, the first the first season they got it, everybody knew they were getting it that season. The second season, I think uh, KG 
KG got hurt, I think, that season. Uh, the following season, they lost to the Lakers. Uh, and then that next season, LeBron went to Miami. <laughs> so, you know, so, so it was kind of like, you know, I mean, they, they, they had a window anyway. I mean, and they, I mean, they, you know, they played up to it, but, you know, and they almost, they almost beat the Heat. But, I mean, when, when LeBron went hand that one game six, in game six to come back, you know what I mean? Like, they, that was, that had to probably be like one of LeBron's best games, all time games, actually. Which one? Uh, game six, Eastern Conference Finals, 2000. It's 2011, 2012. I want to say 2011. On the Heat, right? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go check it out. All right. They don't care about this. Audience don't give a fuck about this. They don't care about my ignorance. Um, <laughs> so but, but, I want to talk about – I want to talk a little bit about weather control. Okay. Uh, Actually, I'm sorry. Let me give you all a second to think about that. Let me go back to this. So my game seven takeaways – uh yeah, it was like I said, it was all defensive. Uh, the Celt- the Celtics was stacked. I know a lot of people said Kobe ain't have a lot of help, but Kobe had like Lamar Odom, yeah, Paul Gasol, he had Derek Fisher hitting clutch threes like for nobody, like out of nowhere. Um, who else he had? Uh, on that team, he had Bynum. Yeah, I mean, Bynum. Yeah, they just a big ball, bro. They had some nah. big niggas, bro. Yeah, the only thing is, yeah, though, with Bynum, first, obviously. the only issue with Bynum, though, is Bynum would always get hurt right before the season ended. So, like, Bynum would always be yeah, hurt. Like, the nigga was playing game seven, though. I mean, yeah, but that, that was, like, the only game that nigga played the whole playoffs, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, coming in cold and shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they actually – I don't think during that whole run when they had Andrew Bynum, I don't think he had any uh, – I don't think he played a whole playoff series, like, all the playoffs. I think – He's had to sit out some series in all those playoffs, so so it's, it's crazy because he always used to end up hurt, and then you know we made that dumbass trade, guys. Ass. <laughs> Damn, really? Yeah, and then that nigga fucking ended his career in a fucking bowling alley and shit. So that fucking North Bowl, I mean, <laughs> fucking <laughs> shit up, you know. <laughs> so, uh, man. but uh, yeah, I mean, the Lakers had a decent squad. I mean. It was it was a it was a, a, a classic Phil Jackson squad, right? He had just enough high end. Oh yeah, they had you know obviously better world peace, but they had just enough high end talent to kind of keep the starting lineup there. And then a lot of the dudes they had on the bench were just good role players. So they had like Luke Walton, Jordan Farmer, uh, Sasha Vujacic, uh, you know, uh, just a bunch of guys that could kind of. No, Vujacic fucking he won that game, by the way. Phil Jackson called that nigga in clutch for that uh, for the All final the free two throw. free throws. Yeah, because yeah. everybody else was bricking them bitches like the whole. Yeah, but that motherfucker was like, damn there. I think his free throw percentage was crazy. I think that nigga shot in the nineties or some shit like that. Like his shit was. He was eighty eight. He was eighty eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, the thing I know he was. Why y'all found an eighty eight nigga, man? They found an eighty eight nigga out of all niggas, and Phil yeah. brought him in, and it was funny because uh, I think it might have been Jeff because it was funny. Yo, Jeff and Mark was calling a game. Jeff and Mark was calling that game in the 2016 game I fucking watched. So Jeff was like, yeah. Uh, he was like, it's crazy how Phil put him in the game, a guy who only had about four or five minutes throughout these, uh, these, 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 this series or something like that, and was like, he, he knew the ball would find him. He just knew the ball would find him for this moment as this nigga standing there draining the fucking free throws. 
I like that. That was a good takeaway, though. Nah, but, uh, Phil, uh, honestly, man, Phil, well, he's not underrated as a coach. Obviously, I think he's the fucking the goat. No, I was listening <laughs> I mean, to his, I was listening to a speech in the uh, in the uh, in the finals that game, and he was a whole different nigga than he was <clears throat> during them Bulls finals. So, I, I honestly, he he let Kobe coach that team after by by <laughs> after a certain point. Honestly, he was just like, well the, well, the thing is, he coached everybody else. He didn't coach Kobe, but he knew the thing is. Kobe was motivated to kind of keep everybody else in line. But you even saw, like, even early on, man, like, Kobe used to be yelling at motherfuckers. Like, his 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 second, third season in, he used to be fucking yelling at his at his teammates, like, damn, dog, step up. Ooh, man, you know what I mean? Like, you know. So he, he was always that type of dude. He was always, like, a floor general always anyway, so. Yeah, which is stupid for a, point, a shooting guard. But – that nigga, man, I ain't never seen a nigga throw up so many goddamn air balls in one game, man. That nah, was he, nah, he he was done. I mean, when he won and they won, man, he was he was relieved, but he was gassed. But this nigga was barely hitting dog. I think he was like, he might have been like seven for twelve free throws, bro. His shit was bad. His shit was nah, real. Bad. Nah, he was he was done, man, because he because I think he actually had like a broken finger on a shooting hand and shit like that, so. Broken finger. I think his knee. His knee was fucking done. Uh, he had. I don't know. He had. That nigga was Jackie. That was his Jackie Chan season because he was done, man. I remember Yo, when mama, they won. <laughs> <clears throat> mama mentality, B. Yeah. Could you yeah. do it? Could I do it? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I'll do what your shit all broke up. I played through. You some not. You could not. I, it, it depends. It depends on how manageable it is. That's the only thing. You know what I mean? So. No, nah, they got them cortisone shots, cuz. You can manage anything. It's just up to how much you want to suffer for it after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So. You be out there with a broke ass foot running on that joint, like I'm all right. See what happened tomorrow. <laughs> the next thing you know, man. You know. Yeah, you always pay for it in the end. So I'm always wondering. I'm always wondering, like, how that, like, after those shots wear off, you win that championship. You know what I mean? And after, you know, that's the thing, because you're in fucking pain from playing, and you got to deal with fucking massive hangovers and shit like that afterwards and shit like that. So. That's what uh, that's what alcohol and the cocaine take over, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> but <clears throat> anyway, let me let me let's move on, man. I don't, I, yeah, let's, nah, yeah, let's get let's get let's, let's like they they tired yeah. of our bullshit. They they feel like we enjoying ourselves just a little too much. Yeah, well let's let's wrap it up, man. It's getting late, man. So all right, you know, well let me talk about weather control real quick. All right, all right, and let's let's wrap it after that, man. We'll, we'll, we'll let's start off with shout outs when we when we come back the next time. So, what you mean start off? Oh, let's skip shout outs. Yeah, skip shout outs. Though okay, though I do have like two two special shout outs. There we go. All right, I only got two two today. Oh, I have a, a million more, but only real oh, no, two. No, that's good. You ain't even have to tell me that. I would have never noticed, nigga. I never noticed. <laughs> Honestly, yo, sometimes I walk in here with two shout outs too, bro. I never even. <laughs> oh, seriously, niggas don't even notice, bro. Uh, anyway. Uh, shit, I hate Nike packaging. Why the fuck y'all got to put a big-ass swoosh on y'all motherfucking box? On top of that, y'all know I paid $400 for some shit. So why y'all going to put a big swoosh on the box and then put some Just Do It tape on the motherfucking swoosh box, right? Like, an Amazon box, that shit could be anything. That could be, like, a charger. You know what I'm saying? That could be, like, a power cord. That could be, like, a motherfucking toothbrush. That could be anything, but a Nike box, my nigga? Come on, bro. A fucking swoosh Nike box with just do it tape on it. Bro, what the fuck is y'all thinking? 
please stop. Please have discreet packaging. Like that's a thing that every company offers. What's wrong with y'all niggas? Um, anyway, I just wanted to mention HARP as weather control. Like people don't think that the government can control the weather and I'm about to blow a bunch of niggas minds. So I just want y'all to Google HARP, H-A-A-R-P, HARP, H-A-A-R-P. Uh, oh yeah, it's funny because that's actually been coming up a little bit more frequently. So I don't know. I heard though, man, with that machine that they use, they could like technically split the earth in half if they wanted to, if they fucked around. So Tesla created that shit. So the real Tesla, you know, not the not the not the alien Tesla that we have here. So uh, Nikola, the Serbian Nikolai Tesla no, shit. Nikola, did you did you ever did you ever see that uh did you ever see that movie The Prestige? Yeah. Uh, he was Bell actually in that movie. Out of movies, Christian Bale yeah. and what's yeah, fucking huge, huge Jackman and shit like that. And they fucking had uh they actually had Tesla in there, and he actually like found ways to <clears throat> like fucking light like you know make fucking light bulbs from fucking just fucking dirt and shit like that and all types of shit. But apparently he sold. He was he was the shit because all right. So I made a Nikola Tesla shirt. I want to go gra- grab that John so you can see it. But he he was the shit because he he had specialized in so many different fields, all related to energy. And the funny thing is, gravity, and, and, anything that derived or created energy. So sorry, my bad. But nah, but isn't isn't he the nigga that like Thomas Edison was supposed to be? Because apparently Thomas Edison was just the just the industrialist, you know what I mean? But he's yeah. the nigga that yeah, actually Thomas was the Edison. scientist that actually did shit. Yeah. So I, all right. So Nikola Tesla has like. Three or four. So this is good because we can go into. uh, Anyway, so Nikola Tesla has like four biographies that you can find that are kind of official. Uh, And he also has, I believe, an autobiography, too. Uh, I don't know how official it is as far as like, you know, whether it's actually him or not, but it's goddamn believable. But all of this shit, you can you can kind of put up against one another. And that's that's kind of how people work with. like historical like verification of facts and shit they kind of put uh biology biographies up against one another and kind of see what you know see what makes sense but anyway the nigga said uh nikola tesla he basically said and expressed that he was being treated very very fucking unfairly and he was basically the genius behind a whole bunch of the inventions that thomas edison got credit for but uh nikola tesla knowing that he was the genius behind a bunch of these things he he didn't necessarily in the beginning he didn't have a will to fight because he knew all right he got all the money but then he 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 got to the point where all right i'm fighting i'm keeping this i'm giving him that i'm keeping this but then eventually it got to the point where all right i'm too old this nigga's got all the resources and these bulls really like literally went to war like where they both had created different uh, types of electricity for the public to use because electricity at that point wasn't like just a a consumable item for everybody. At that point, it was just something that was used in factories and something that was used to create things. But they was trying to make it to the point where, all right, we bring it to households, so we have to figure out a system to do that. So uh, it was a DC versus AC battle that they had. And Nikola Tesla was basically saying like, I want alternating current. 
alternating current, that's, which is AC, he was like, alternating current is always going to be a little better because of this reasons, because of that reasons. And he was trying to tell niggas like, yo, I got free energy out here, B. Honestly, don't worry about paying niggas because I can get the shit out the air because that's what Nikola Tesla was on. Meanwhile, Edison had direct current and he was on the shit like, all right, look, we working real hard. We turning, we turning, we turning motherfucking, uh, what's those shits that in the water that turn the wheels? Uh, turbines and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We turning turbines. Turbine, turbines, propellers and shit. Yeah, yeah. We got all types of propellers and shit. You know what I'm saying? We got this shit popping. This is direct current, baby. This is how it works. Look at it. You see how it works. It makes sense to you, right? You could do the math, nigga. Look at it. Exactly. Right? That shit he talking about? Let me show you what he talking about. And then the nigga literally made a commercial where they fucking fried a chimpanzee in an electric chair. <laughs> oh, man. So... Uh, with that said, yeah, Nikola Tesla was like the dude who was just trying to be like, hey, come on, look at it. I, I figured it out. Everybody can have it. And Edison was like, I got bread, B. I need more. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was my story, or at least my understanding of it. Uh, you motherfuckers can go and check out one of those four biographies uh, and tell me if I'm crazy. Really teachable moment, though. So, and it's funny how, like, you know, <clears throat> Everybody sided with the nigga that was trying to get the cash over the nigga that was just really just trying to make life better for everybody else. So These commercials, <sighs> they reach more people and his voice was louder at the end of the day. And so, we remember both of them as greats. And honestly, Thomas Edison is still a great in industry. And I still quote that nigga. Yeah, industrialist, definitely. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Damn, who's the, who's going to shout out, actually? Alexander... Lodigan, he's the guy that actually invented the filament for fucking light bulbs and shit like that. So, black boy, yep, black boy with the white hair. I seen him a million times. So, that's the funny thing, they don't have any images for him though. Oh, no, there we go, they got one there. All right, there we go. All right, I did it. Nah, nah, actually, no, he's got he's actually got a full hair to black hair, man. He's, he's, you know what I mean? Oh, all right, never mind. I could be wrong, <laughs> I could be wrong all the time, but. Yeah, I, I saw uh, that a long time ago, though. Yeah, um, shouts out to him. And I actually, man, it's kind of cool just because, of, like, you know, the art that's come out of fucking bulb art and filaments and shit like that. So some uh, some cool things, cool projects and shit coming soon. So I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, let me get a shout out real quick. Uh, shouts out, first take. I finally watched the episode that they had. I thought you just shouted that boy out, cuz. Well, I got more shout outs. I mean, I love people. <laughs> I mean, I got more, man. So, shouts, man, so shout, shouts out the first take, man. Well, I, I, I shouted him out because you mentioned fucking Thomas Edison. So, all right, I got to shout out the ball. Uh, but uh, shouts out the first take, man. I finally watched oh, that you episode. You know what's funny? Apparently, he was very insistent on using his middle name, Alva. Thomas Alva Edison. Shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I wonder if his dad's name was Thomas as well, too. So, make that yeah. distinction shit. Kind of Could like be. George George W George H W, you know what I mean? Yeah, nigga. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, but nah. Shouts out to uh, first take. I finally watched the episode that they had. I guess whenever this comes out, they had an episode on uh, June second, twenty twenty. Uh, Stephen A. Smith put together a fucking all star cast of motherfuckers to come out here and just talk about everything that's going on and shit like that. So, uh, Charlemagne, Keith Ellison, 
Haynes talking this shit. Max talking this shit. <laughs> so man, I bet you Max gave the best speech out of all them niggas. Probably Max, you know, Max. Max for the win, dog. <laughs> Yo, Max Kellerman is a reverse Uncle Tom, bro. But the thing is, it don't work that way because he's not white. He a Jew. So <laughs> like I, I look at him as like the mouthpiece. <laughs> so, so he can so he catching the smoke anyway just because, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. So. so it don't matter. Like he ain't nobody likes him, bro. So <laughs> bro, I love Max, bro. Shout out to my Jews. I love my Jews, bro. And they're not my Jews, but they are. <laughs> I love my Jews. I'm Jewish, by the way. But yeah, anyways, man. shout out to uh, Doris Burke. Yo, she a rider. She been in it the whole time, bro. She ain't never wavered. She ain't never said no dumb shit. Ain't never been no scandal on her. She got <laughs> coronavirus earlier this year. Niggas act like they ain't even give a fuck because they knew she was a rider, though. Um, <laughs> yo, seriously, she been, she been out here since Cheryl. She been out here since fucking, since fucking Dick. She been out here since everybody, bro. So shout out to Doris, yo. Nobody recognizes Doris, bro. The same way I want to bake a cake for fucking. Oh, I can't even say it right now because of the times that we in, bro. I don't, I don't want to debate cakes for cops for years, bro. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm dead ass, bro. Cakes I know. for cops. Yeah, bro. It's been a campaign that I wanted to be on, but I'm a bullshitter and I ain't been doing it. I've just been talking about it. But basically, cakes. yeah, nigga, Cakes for Cops has been a campaign that I wanted to do, which is basically like since the Ferguson shit went down, at me being a Christian that I was at the time, I did want to do my whole thing. But then once the shit kind of died down, I was like, you know what? Listen, I want to create a, a link in our community with these niggas. Like, I want to be cool with these niggas. And you know what's crazy? I live across the street from a police station right now. So after all of this shit go down, I would be a fool to not actually create some type of it's a community thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. Oh, well, man, I think if I'm a community leader and they they are a fucking community uh, establishment, like, should I not have communications with them regularly? Should we not be on the same page and strive to be on the same page? You know what I'm saying? So it like, should always I, I be. It should always that. be. So I wanted to do that, like, but I've been a bullshitter myself. So like, with that said, yes, I wanted to do the cakes for cops campaign. It's funny, this came up accidentally. But yeah, I wanted to do the Cakes for Cops campaign a long time ago. Uh, like, what was I talking about before this? You don't have to cut that out. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it, though. Oh, man. What was I yeah, talking damn. about that led to the Cakes for Cops campaign? Uh, Doris Burke. Damn, that must have been a deep, <laughs> I deep, deep, deep. deep asshole. Nigga splashed. Uh, let me see. No, it was Doris Burke riding. Um, always remaining the same, always being consistent. Oh yeah. I was basically saying I want to make a cake for Doris Burke because nobody ever appreciated her. And people didn't realize the good. And niggas didn't re- like point out the good. And the thing is with people, just like with children, you have to recognize the good and try to uh amplify that. And then when you see the bad, correct it. But don't amplify that. Amplify the good. That way people work and strive toward recreating that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about I'm talking about training children, dog. And that's how I wanted to establish a relationship with the cops in my neighborhood. And I was saying I wanted to build a Doris Burger cake. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Doris Gerick is mad love, yo. Mad love. Yeah, she a G. 
I feel like we need to have, we need to, some, somebody need to throw her a party or something. She do get mad love, but she don't get fucking all the appreciation. All the appreciation she, yeah. she ain't got no one event. She ain't going to her like Dwayne Wade. Like niggas really need to like give have her. Doris, Doris Appreciation Day. Hell yeah. Niggas need to give her a flower. And I'm talking, you know what? Next year, 2020 is Wayne. 2021, Doris. Oh man, that's gonna be that's gonna, we're gonna have fun with that one. Year of Doris, year of Doris. Oh man, year of Doris, year of Doris, year of Doris. Oh man, that's a good one. Oh man, I guess uh, I guess the closeout, man. Final shout out to, and I guess not to be cheesy, but all the fighters, protesters, everybody that's out there. Uh, well, not even just out there, just in there. You know what I mean? In the mix. You know what I mean? Uh, obviously, it's the start of a very long road. Uh, it's definitely going to be a lot of changes to come. Uh, so it's just, you know, I mean, all imperative for all of us, you know, whether you agree with what's going on or not, uh, to be vigilant, man, and to try to be constructive and just try to build a better future Word. for you and me. <laughs> Word. And so, our children. Our children. Yeah, nah, 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 yeah, most importantly, most importantly, you know what I mean? This is this is for the future, you know what I mean? It's not necessarily about, you know, it's not about today, it's about tomorrow. You know what I mean? The audience, I want y'all to know I don't have any children. Um, well, Let me give my shout out to uh the girl at the pizza shop with the see-through leggings. <clears throat> it was sunny as hell, man. God damn, it was sunny as hell. It's that time, dog. That's the funny thing, man. Niggas can't even get into action, man. It's because <laughs> all this lockdown shit and all these protests and these curfews and shit. The last three weeks, I can't rock. <sighs> Nigga getting fresh just to walk, just to walk to go get the mail and shit. Like that. <laughs> oh man, hey, I need to type the flex for Instagram, but I really want to, bro. I could, yo, listen, I could flex for Instagram and keep my sneaks DS, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> I'm out here. I could be out here. I should be out here. I'm gonna learn. So, I'm gonna learn. I know you ain't gonna work out. Let me give him another shout out. I'm gonna give a shout out to my boy, uh, Young Noah. I don't know him personally, so I shouldn't have said my boy, but Young Noah, he's a Christian rapper. I don't really listen to his music. I used to a little bit, but not really. But his social media, bro, I, I, I followed his boy on social media and he ain't said not one thing in his whole. He posts statements, probably like two or three statements a day. He ain't uh-huh. said one thing that I disagree with. Not one fucking thing, bro. And that's difficult in this society, man. So shout out to young Noah, man. Follow that bull on Instagram. He be he be putting that wisdom. Um uh, yeah. uh can I do a podcast review before we get out of here? If these yeah, yeah, yeah. listening it's gonna help me yeah. out. I wanna uh, I wanna review this uh this podcast called That's eighty sixth. Uh it's produced by this ball I I know. And I'm on that bitch. So if y'all niggas give a fuck about me, you might as well go check it out. It's uh it ain't got shit to do with this type of stuff. It's talking about that industry shit, that uh that that service industry, that hospitality industry shit. Like I said, I, I bartended for a little while. So we talking about that shit. If y'all niggas give a fuck about that, go check it out. Uh shout out to Shouts, out, free, shouts out the bright guy and shit, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. this nigga B. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Want some wine, I want some wine, nigga. Give me some wine, nigga. Nigga, like, come on. I know, I know it's on his way. I know. I mean, I, man, I want some of his wine. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what I mean, Mr. 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 I got a, <laughs> Mr. I got a Mr. Somali, yay. Mr. I got a 2013 yay. cab, too, nigga. Here. You know what I mean? Like, what's up? You know me, nigga. Yeah, I'll give you anything, man. I know. 
But now nah, I want some of his wine, dog. I want some from the tastemaker, you know what I mean? Mr. Somali, yay. You know what I mean? Bry guy. <laughs> Had to make it awkward. Had to make it awkward. Everybody that subscribed to this, John, just, just, just change their opinion about you just a little bit. All right. a little bit. It's a little bit. It's a little bit. bit. Uh, <clears throat> nah, but I shouts out to that, that. That's 86 podcast, yo. Shouts, shouts out to that again. Yeah. yeah, shouts out to the podcast. Um, yeah. yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me say my statement the right way, just so people don't take it the wrong way. I love gay niggas personally, and honestly, if you was gay, I probably like you even more, bro. <laughs> Damn, dog. I've I've heard that quite a, from quite a few people actually. So, but uh, sorry to disappoint. So, I mean, I ain't mad, nigga. I love you the way you are, but I know. I'm just, I'm just I, I know, I know the type of person I am. I'm just, you know, I can imagine, I can dream, can I? I mean, hey, man, wet dream, dry dream, you know, what I mean? it's what it is. Uh, <laughs> all right, yo, we bullshit too much, yo. All yeah. right, folks, listen, thank you. Uh, listen, man, be safe, uh, and take care of yourself, man. Hug, hug and love your family, man. So, yeah, and black, Honestly. and black. What's up? Go ahead, I'll go ahead, finish the statement. Nah, I was just saying, yeah, and honestly, man, shit, I was just say black guns matter, man. So, you know, go copy your strap, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, black is beautiful, don't forget that. Uh, we tried to keep it light for y'all, uh, try to keep it light for the people around you because even though a whole bunch of real shit is happening, uh, it is tense. So, make sure that we, we, we know what we're doing it for. And make sure that we we focus our aggression. Yeah, and then, listen, man, don't don't let this shit steal your joy, man. For real, man. So you in the fight, but you know you can still smile. You can still you know you can still laugh. Uh, you can still love yourself and love your family. Uh, and you can you know what I mean. So in the midst of it all, you know what I mean. Don't let these niggas steal your joy, man. So yeah, straight up, straight up. Oh, also, yeah. and if you feel like you're not in a fight right now, if you don't feel like you're in a fight right now at all. Um, yo, you might as well stop listening to this real nigga shit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Bye, y'all. Peace.